WAU 100 is WAUE and WAUE HD, Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Countdown to Kickoff, presented by Russell Building Supply on the Lee Scott Sports Network. It's the start of a new journey for the Lee Scott Academy football team. As the 2023 season kicks off tonight, the Warriors will be everyone's biggest target. The Warriors and head coach Buster Daniel look to defend their 2022 AISA state championship this season, and it all begins with Game 1 versus Chambers Academy. The Rebels were shocked last season when Lee Scott came to town and handed them a 34-0 loss to start the season. Head coach Jason Allen's squad will be ready this year, and they've made sure that everyone knows it. How do you successfully defend a state championship in an undefeated season? By coming out hot and winning game one. It's the Chambers Academy Rebels visiting your Lee Scott Warriors live on a Thursday night at Judd Scott Field. The Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. We are live at Judd Scott Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy in Auburn, Alabama. Hello, everybody. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Jewett Center and Building Supply Experience and Knowledge from the Pros at your hometown home center. Well, what a time to be at Judd Scott Field as the Lee Scott Warriors off the field now after pregame warm-ups and a chance to defend their 2022 
new state championship title here against Chambers Academy. The stands are filling up on both sides of the stadium here. Plenty of Chambers fans making the short trip to Lee Scott and the Warrior fans filling up here on the home side. Students are out. The couch is there and the fans are ready to go. And as I welcome my new broadcast partner to the booth for football this season, Christian Griffin joining me. He will be here every Friday night. Of course, tonight, a Thursday night, getting started a little bit early for Lee Scott this year. But Christian will be joining me in the booth all season long. Christian, you were with me a little during baseball season as well. Got some color and play-by-play experience in there, and I really enjoyed having you. And so, welcome to the booth for football, man. It could be a great ride in 2023. Yeah, looking to see how Lee Scott can defend that 2022 title. I think it's the toughest thing to do in all of sports, not only to win it, but to defend it. Looking to see how they can get going here tonight in Game 1. Well, we know Chambers Academy is an athletic team. They're a well-coached team. And this matchup last year, I know you weren't with me, so to kind of give you and our listeners a little bit of an update and a reminder on what happened in this matchup last year, everybody in the state, Christian, I mean everybody in the state, picked Chambers Academy to win this football game when the Warriors made their trip to Chambers Academy. Lee Scott went and did the exact opposite. They dominated for four quarters, 34-0. It was an unbelievable scene and really what kick-started that championship run for Lee Scott. And so as we get into some of our opening remarks here and some of our pregame questions, I want to get your thoughts on this. Coming off of that state championship game, Lee Scott 13-0 last season, you get you get to defeat Glenwood in the state championship game at Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, the third state title in Lee Scott football history. You were 7-0 in your region play. Christian how do you defend all of that? How do you respond and come in as you start the year as state champs? How do you focus on what's in front of you in 2023? Well, first of all, as you said, defending it is one of the hardest things to do. I think the first thing you have to realize is that target on your back is permanent. Those crosshairs, they're not going anywhere. They are on your back for the rest of this, the rest of the year. And I think there's two main ways that you can go about it. You can either shy away from that competition because you're going to get everybody's best every single week. Mm-hmm. Or B, you can show up. You can answer the call. Because, once again, you know you're getting everybody's best every week, every single week. And, you know, the second thing is is the mindset that you have to have going into it. Not Might not necessarily be the most popular way to go about it, but I'm a big Kirby Smart fan, the way that he coaches that football team. Obviously, Georgia coming off back-to-back national championships. The philosophy that he brings to his meeting rooms at the beginning of every year is, you know, you haven't done anything yet. Yeah. This team has not done anything. Last year's team is going to be remembered. And the same thing with this Lee Scott team. Last year's team won a state championship. But this team that takes the field tonight has not done anything. So I would love to see the Warriors come out in game one with that same mentality, knowing that nobody's going to roll over and hand you a win. Well, I think in my in my conversations uh, with head coach Buster Daniel and both coordinators for this Lee Scott football team, that seems to be the mindset is, look, that was a magical year yeah. last year for this Lee Scott team. Uh, some things happened. We were talking with Coach Wade before the game, and, and he was telling us, you know, some things happened last year in his 40 years of coaching that have never happened before. And so that was all built in and part of what made a 13-0 record the undefeated season and your state championship game and your state championship victory. And so in our conversations with the coaches leading up to tonight, I think that is the mentality is last year was great. But this is this year, and you have a really talented team in Chambers Academy that's here tonight in your home stadium. Speaking of that team last year, 
18 seniors that you lost off that team. Christian, how do you how do you make up for that? Because 18 seniors in high school football is a lot, brother. How do you make up for that? You have seven this year, but how do you replace 18 seniors from a state championship as you can hear the Lee Scott Band getting going down below us? Yeah, it was funny. We went to practice a couple times throughout the past couple weeks. We got to talk to defensive coordinator, Coach Jacob Osman. He said, you know, you play Division One football in an SEC school and you lose 18 guys. That's going to make a big difference. You come and play uh, private school ball, 3A, high school football, and you're definitely going to notice that. I mean, the experience, that's going to come with time. You just got to put guys in the right spot. The coaches have to try and fill out those spots so those guys can succeed. With the seven seniors, one of them being your kicker, Matt Relator, who uh, was very reliable last year. I can speak on to that a little bit. He he was a guy that when you had a kickoff, it went through the end zone more times than not. When you had a punt, he put it where you needed it to. Uh, Lee Scott played the field position game extremely well, which is why they pretty much dominated every game that they played. And so you use those, in, in my opinion, you use those seven seniors to your advantage because whether you have one, whether you have 18, seniors lead your team in high school football. Yeah, it's one of those things where you have to have those guys that have the been there done that mentality and especially in game one I mean honestly for the first half of the season you're gonna have to lean on those guys to jumpstart your team because they've been the ones that have been here and done that before we talk about Chambers Academy, can we talk about the weather outside? How it's beautiful here on a Thursday night in Auburn, Alabama. It's been blistering heat. It it's been 95 <laughs> up. It's been the feels like temperature 110, 115. We've heard about it anywhere from high school practice here at Lee Scott all the way to the university with Coach Hugh Freeze and Auburn University, how the heat is just getting to these guys. What's it mean for tonight to be what we would consider a cool August night in Auburn, Alabama? Yeah, it's everything. I think it just speaks to honestly what football means to the south part of Alabama, just the south in general. We talk about the heat, and this is what those guys go through training camp having to deal with. So a night like this, it's almost like a little bit of a mental reward. Everything that you put through all those blood, sweat, and tears, running through the trenches with the big guys, getting a cool night like this, I think is everything. Chambers Academy comes into tonight. They were 8-4 and four last year on the season. Uh, they are AISA Class 2A, so one step below Lee Scott, so you got to remember that. They were 8-4 and four last year, 4-0 and oh in their own region. They made it to the second round of the playoffs uh, before getting defeated by Clark Prep. And as I mentioned last year, everyone in the state picked, Cl or picked Chambers Academy to beat Lee Scott. That's not the expectation anymore. I would say Lee Scott is the favorite in this game tonight, and Chambers may have some to prove they've been talking a little bit this week Christian and over the lead the weeks leading up to this game how they're coming ready to play they're bringing their wing T offense and they're bringing their well-coached mindset to Judd Scott Field tonight how does Lee Scott quiet the noise and focus on themselves yeah I mean we've definitely heard the chatter we've heard it from the players coming up through the coaches even a couple of fans stopped us and asked us if we've been hearing what everything they've been saying and I think that just goes back to that very first question that you asked is that there every team is going to bring their A game every single week, whether it's the fans, whether it's the coaches, whether it's the players, you're going to get their very best. And especially now with the flip being script, you know that Chambers wants to do everything that they can to return the favor back on the Lee Scott field, which, by the way, looks absolutely amazing. Yes, brand new field this year. It looks unbelievable. Uh, they've got new lights that are approved. They will be installed over the offseason and be in play for next season. But you're absolutely right. The Lee Scott field here uh, and the, the grounds crew and everybody that was a part of this did a fantastic job. A brand new painted LSA in red and white and blue on the middle of the field. And the fans continuing to pour in here on both sides 
besides Lee Scott fans and Chambers Academy fans, they're sitting in the sun, so they're not as happy as we are here in the press box. But excited to uh, excited to get this thing kicked off here in 2023, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is. It is. That's going to be a lot of fun. And I think we're going to get to find out what Lee Scott's going to need to do throughout the season and our three keys that should be coming up right after this. Right? And we will get to our keys of the game when we come back. Stay tuned. The Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff returns, and it continues when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secured Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. 
Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big City Experience, Small Town Values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. It's time now for the Lee Scott Warriors starting lineups. Presented by the Gouge Performing Arts Center. Here are tonight's starting lineups brought to you by the Goose Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at goosecenter.auburn.edu. And as the first game normally goes for us, we'll kind of get you our starting lineups as we go as the coaches were uh, still finalizing those as the last couple of minutes before we went on the air. So we will get you those as we go. want to highlight a couple of players on this Lee Scott team that I know will be starting. And it starts with the quarterback, number 14, Pelzer Reeves, who played all pretty much all of last year when a senior quarterback was injured last season. He got so much experience. He was a key part of this championship winning team. So excited to uh, keep up with Pelzer Reeves. Also, Jake White, the running back slash wide receiver. He is one of the most athletic high school kids you will see in high school football. Expect him to touch it early, often, and all season long for this Lee Scott team. And then when you look at the defensive side, I look at Miles Zachary, the senior defensive back wearing number five. Made some big plays last year. Had a play on the offensive side that had a spin move and maybe could have put me on Sports Center for my call. It was a lot of fun. So I watched for him tonight and all season as well. Again, we'll get you your starting lineups as we go. Brought to you by the Goose Performing Arts Center. And again, see upcoming events at goosecenter.auburn.edu. And want to get you into our keys to the game. Brought to you by Jeff Coat Trent, Funeral Home, and Crematory. And uh, they're playing some of my calls from the state championship game. So we'll turn on a crowd mic real quick. Listen to that, and then we'll get you keys to the game. They dump the water on head coach Buster Daniel. They take the field, and the Lee Scott Warriors are 2022 AISA state champions for Class 3A. Well, there you go. Lee Scott coming off that state championship win last year. What a moment it was. And so, Christian, let's get into our keys to the game, brought to you by Jeff Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, serving Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County since 1988 as the Warriors begin to come down the stairs. And how about that? Wearing red jerseys for the first time. Looking good are the Lee Scott Warriors in red jerseys, white letters and numbers, and the blue helmets for home. Man, that's a key to the game. That'll get you fired up right there. I was told that Lee Scott found out moments ago in the locker room when they were getting dressed. Christian, those look sharp. That is that is pretty sweet. That is something as a player you can look forward to, and especially being a surprise before game one. As if you needed to get more excited and more pumped up for game one, man. That'll do it right there. That will do it. Looking almost like Ole Miss with the uh, yeah. blue helmets, the red lettering on the side of that, the red jersey, and the white letters and numbers looking good. Every single one of them carrying American flags. It's rock and roll night here at Judd Scott Field as the Warriors will take the field here down in the right corner. But, Christian, let's get into those keys to the game again, brought to you by Jeff Coat, Trant, Funeral Home, and Crematory. Again, serving Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County since 1988. Yeah, so it starts with three of them. They start simple. We can obviously get more complex. But the first one, you got to answer the call. We talked about it earlier. The hardest thing to do in all of sports is not only to win a national championship, but to defend it. So you're going to get the very best out of every single team every single week. So you got to be able to answer the call. 
Second one, you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. We talked about it, losing those 18 seniors. Guys are going to be put in positions that they haven't necessarily been put in before other than that field behind us. So you're going to see some things that are new here, I'm sure, both on the defensive side and the offensive side of the ball. So those guys have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And the third one, do your job. you got to simplify the game as much as you can. Take it one play at a time. And if all 11 guys on each side of the ball say, I'm going to do my individualized job, put you up for a lot of success when that fourth quarter buzzer sounds. Those are your keys to the game. Again, brought to you by Jeff Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. Call on them in your time of need. And I think you hit it all on the head, man. This Lee Scott team, they're talented. They're very well coached. But this is a new year, and you got to focus on a very talented and another well-coached team in Chambers Academy. The Rebels about to enter the field from our left. Kickoff set for 7 o'clock. Scoreboard says 9 minutes, but captains for Lee Scott already lined up so we may get going in a few minutes earlier than expected and so yeah to, to kind of wrap everything up before we get ready for kickoff lee scott has to focus tonight you got some energy you got some momentum those red jerseys just look so clean man those are really really good looking so i'm glad they get to wear those we'll go ahead and take our last break come back give you the coin toss result and we'll be ready for kickoff between the visiting chambers academy rebels and your lee scott warriors all that coming up as this wraps up the russell building supply countdown to kickoff reminder it was all brought to you by russell do it center Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center again when we come back. Coin toss and kickoff between the visiting Chambers Academy Rebels and your Lee Scott Warriors on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. All of the action is right here. This is Lee Scott Academy Football. On the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank and Trust. Now, here's color analyst Christian Griffin and the voice of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, Jacob Goins. 
back here at Judd Scott Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy as your Lee Scott Warriors rocking the bright red jerseys looking sharp on opening night here on a Thursday evening at Lee Scott Academy in Auburn, Alabama. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic and looks like Lee Scott won the toss and they're going to kick if I believe and again that coin they deferred my apologies they deferred and they'll kick and go and that coin toss was brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price who reminds you that if you need services from her office there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith's Station as Chambers Academy, the Rebels take the field from the left to the right, and they come out with a couple of white flags with the Rebels in blue across the chest. And here come the Lee Scott Warriors from right to left with the LSA flags, and the fans are on their feet here at Judd Scott Field. And again, the result of the coin toss, I was mistaken. Chambers deferred, and Lee Scott will receive to open up the football game. So we'll get to see that Lee Scott offense and quarterback Pelzerich take the field for the first time here in 2023. Yeah, it's definitely what you want to see. Go out, put some points on the board. The very first drive, start out with an exclamation point. I'm excited, too to see how the defense is going to respond to that Chambers wing tee. Something that you see in week one, and it's almost a good thing that you get it out of the way because it's the only time you're going to see it yeah, you throughout it. the year. So it's uh, talking to Coach Osmond, it's a little bit confusing, a little bit difficult to prep for because you want to get you know, your set defense in place, but at the same time that set defense is not the, the, the defense that's usually set up to stop that wing tee. So it'll be interesting to see what the boys in red come up with on that defensive side of the ball. Lee Scott, as we mentioned, in their home uniforms, wearing red for the first time. They have the navy blue helmets with the Lee Scott red lettering across each side and the red stripe going down the middle of the helmet. The bright red jerseys with the white numbers and letters across the front and the back gray pants with the blue and red stripe down the side. And Chambers Academy in their road whites with the bright blue Helmets, the white jersey, blue letters, blue numbers, and the blue pants. Chambers Academy will kick off right to left, and Lee Scott will take it left to right on your radio dial. As the clock says 12 minutes, we're just about ready for kickoff between the visiting Chambers Academy Rebels and your Lee Scott Warriors. As the kicker tees it up, ready to go, and we're underway in the 2023 Lee Scott football season. Taken out about the 20 on the right side, finds a hole, cuts up the middle, gets a block, outruns one, and he breaks across the 50, out across the 40, he's going to go, take it all the way, and it's an opening kickoff return for a touchdown to start the 2023 season for the Lee Scott Warriors. Man, I guess we don't need to see that offense. What block in there. Right about the 30 and 40-yard line broke free. Only had the kicker to beat. Took it down that right sideline. And, man, what a way to get the fans into it. 13 seconds all it took. 13 seconds in, and Lee Scott's already on the board. It's 6-0 Warriors here with 11:47 on the clock. No offense needed for Lee Scott. And who else? It was Miles Zachary, number five. I talked about him in the pregame, and how about that to start the season? And Lee Scott's on the board with a kickoff return touchdown. As kicker Matt Relator comes out to put it up through the uprights. Looks very familiar. 
to what Lee Scott did a whole lot of last year. The snap, the kick, it's up, and it is good. Well, that didn't take long. Lee Scott's on the board. It's 7-0 Warriors over Chambers Academy with 11.47 to go. Here in the Auburn Bank first quarter, Auburn Bank, their local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank champions of you and proud sponsor of Lee Scott Warrior Football. We'll take a quick break. Be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Well, Christian, we talked about a way to get to a hot start in 2023. And how about an opening kickoff return for the Lee Scott Warriors? They're up 7-0 on Chambers Academy as kicker Matt Relator sets it up and is ready to kick it away. Going left to right on your radio dial. How about an exciting start here at Judd Scott Field? The fans are excited, and that is booted all the way to the back of the end zone for a touchback. Yeah, not a better way to start off those red jerseys. And an opening kickoff for a touchdown. We talked about it, putting the pressure on that Chambers defense by having a good drive and putting up points. I think that'll do the job quite well. We end up seeing the wing tee a little bit sooner than I guess that we imagined. Yeah, well, it sounds like they heard you, and uh, the Chambers offense just wanted to get on the field a little bit quicker. And hey, here they come as they will be moving right to left on your radio dial. Lee Scott defending from left to right. And you're going to see a lot of movement here from Chambers Academy. They're going to have a lot of movement, a lot of running, and a lot of options here. As they move a couple of men in motion right to left, there's one running back off to the quarterback's left. Bring a man in motion from right to left. They fake toss to him, hand off up the middle to the right, and he barrels his way across the 25-yard line, tackled about the 27 for a nice pickup on first down. Looks like it's going to be headed back, though. little laundry on the field. And it looked like an illegal shift, not set, and that will be the call. That right side did not get set at the time of the snap. So two plays in, two great things for Lee Scott. Can say the other things about the way things have gone for Chambers so far. And so an opening play penalty for the Rebel offense. They'll take a few steps back and reset. 11-32 here in the opening quarter. Lee Scott on top of Chambers Academy, 7 to nothing, thanks to an opening kickoff return touchdown by Miles Zachary. First and 15 from the 15. Rebels moving right to left on your radio dial. Quarterback takes the snap, fake handoff one way, and they take it right in the backfield. Dragged down by his shoulder and finally taken to his knees. Hit in the backfield. First man there trying to get, looked like it was 24 for Lee Scott to get back there first. Sam Jackson, the junior linebacker for the Warriors. And Chambers Academy going the wrong way. Second and 17 on their own 13 with 10.50 to go in the opening quarter. Yeah, great play there from Sam Jackson coming from that opposite linebacker spot. 
As Cole Baker, the quarterback, rolls out to his left, throws it deep downfield into zone coverage, and it's almost intercepted in and out of the hands for Lee Scott. It was Walker Fisher, the senior. We know him as a basketball star playing a little football this year and had his hands on an interception but couldn't bring it in. Great job there from that defensive back, being able to go up there and high point the ball. Didn't come away with the ball, and you mentioned the basketball background. Going up for a rebound right there. Yeah, yeah, that was a two-handed rebound, and Coach William Johnson would have been proud if he pulled it in. But <laughs> Defensive coordinator Jacob Osmond ought to be proud with a third and 17 from Chambers' own 13 right to left with 10.35. See if the Warriors can get off the field. Baker looks for a call from the sideline on the Chambers Academy. Stands are full on the hill over there. Lots of Chambers Academy fans making the drive here to Auburn tonight. Not least got defense. Definitely playing man here. Third and long trying to keep them from picking up that first down marker right at that 30-yard line. Takes the snap, tosses it to the big fella back behind the line. Big tackle right behind the line. A big play for number 33 for Lee Scott. It was Christian Horak, the junior linebacker, to hit him in the backfield, wrapped up his legs, and another big loss, and the Chambers Academy Rebels will have to punt it away. Yeah, three great plays there. From that Lee Scott defensive side of the ball. Great play there. A bigger man. But the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Took out his legs. And just a gain of two. So a gain of two on the play. Fourth and 15 from the 15 for Lee Scott. Or for Chambers. And a bad punt. It gets a little bit of spin on it. Comes out across their own 40. Rolls backwards. Takes a Lee Scott bounce. And finally downed by Chambers Academy's Aiden Anglin. But Lee Scott will take over in their own territory as the offense jogs out on the field. We'll keep it right here. We appreciate everybody tuning in on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app for game one of Lee Scott Academy's 2023 season. And they're already up 7 nothing on Chambers Academy with 940 four to go here in the Auburn Bank first quarter. So it's a direct snap in the backfield. It is Jake White who takes it and is taken down at the 50-yard line. Good play in the back from Gavin Knight, the middle linebacker for the Rebels, and the Wildcat formation for Lee Scott unsuccessful on first down. Yeah, tried to break it to that right side, down by that Lee Scott sideline. That lead blocker was Overmatched, two Chambers Academy men's on one blocker. Jake White tackled for a loss. We know the athleticism that Jake White has. He's going to touch it a lot this season, this game and this season. He's on the sidelines right now as quarterback Pelzer Reeves on the field for the first time this year. Takes the snap, handoff to J.J. Myers right up the middle, hit at the 50, able to get a couple of yards out of the play, and it'll be third and long for the Warriors. J.J. Myers, the left tackle. J.J. Myers, one of those players last year, Christian, and again, I know you weren't, weren't with us for football, one of those many running backs that Lee Scott was able to use. His brother George was alongside of him as well. It was a about a four-player punch that Lee Scott had in the running back room, and J.J. Myers was all about it, and the Warriors are excited to have him back for one more year, the senior running back on that state championship squad. I know that Lee Scott offense is prone to running the ball, so we'll have to see what they're doing here 
on their first third and long. Pelzer looking over the middle, steps up in the pocket, delivers, and it's a little high intended for Miles Zachary. It was a one-on-one, a little too much air under it, and the Warriors go three and out on their first offensive possession. Yeah, not a bad look there. Had man-to-man coverage, a one-on-one 50-50 ball. Just put a little bit, little too much juice on it. But credit to that Lee Scott defense. As even with the punt here, they'll be able to flip that field and try and pin Chambers deep in their own territory. Lee Scott punting it away from the Chambers Academy, 42. Braxton Yurta, number one, the 5'10 running back, back to receive for the Rebels with 8.19 to go in the opening quarter. A little high on the snap, plenty of time, and it's punted away. Good spiral, and he just lets it go, hits about at the one, and rolls through the back of the end zone for a touchback. It was Matt Relator who punted it away. The senior, well, we see a lot of action on kick on kickoffs, field goals, and punts this season for Lee Scott. Want to uh, apologize for uh, anybody on the video stream. We are uh, doing our best with our own router here. Lee Scott, uh, earlier in the week and even late last week with some of the storms that rolled in, had their school Wi-Fi knocked out. And so uh, the Wi-Fi here on campus, uh, borderline not existed. It's struggling as they try to get that fixed. And so we're using our own Wi-Fi, own camera, and so it looks a little bit different than it will for most home games, and we do apologize for that. But it's a fake handoff to the man in motion, and he's hit in the backfield after they handed it off. Three, four, Lee Scott defenders there, and another loss on the play for the Chambers Academy offense. It's another good sign that you're seeing early on. It's not like you're having to make single-man tackles. You see three, four Navy helmets in on the ball whenever they come in to make that tackle, and it seems like none of them are, fight, are biting for that eye candy, I guess, that you can call it, that we're seeing and hearing so much of these days. But nobody biting for that receiver coming in motion. That was a big thing for this Lee Scott defense last year, Christian. They had nobody ever had a tackle where there wasn't four or five defenders there. And it's another run straight up the gut for Chambers Academy. Makes up a little bit of ground out the side and across the 25-yard line, but it'll still be third and long for the Rebels. As the clock counts down to 7 minutes and 20 seconds here in the opening quarter, Lee Scott with a 7-0 lead over the Rebels, third and 13, and a rush straight up the middle once again. That is plenty good for a first down out across the 35 and down at the 37-yard line. And Chambers moving quickly here with the quarterback, Cole Baker. Hands it to Braxton Yurta out along the left. No holding call. Should have got it. One defender missed and finally shoved out of bounds around the 45-yard line as Yurta goes flying into the Lee Scott bench. And Buster Daniel pleading for a holding call on the left-hand side and not going to get it. Yeah, you're not going to get one, but definitely should have been there. Contain- the quarterback had contain of the quarterback trying to bounce outside. But, again, you saw the receiver grab a little bit too much jersey, but unfortunate not to get the call. So second and one from the 46 is where they'll mark it. Clock reads seven minutes flat here in the first quarter. Lee Scott defense having to deal with so many options on the running plays for Chambers Academy. And so far, the Rebel offense doing a good job here on this drive. It's Cole Baker. In the backfield, has one man to his right, and he's going to hand it off, puts it straight in the chest of number 14, Jacob Norgard, and picks up a couple. Maybe maybe one if he's lucky, but should be a third and one. They're going to say no gain on the play, so a chance for the Warrior defense to make a play. Yeah, I think it's definitely four down territory here. Chambers offense is going to try and quick huddle here. Try and catch Lee Scott off guard. Baker handoff up the middle to Norgard, bounces to the left, tripped up. I think he's short. 
I think he's short. It should be fourth down. First player there was Alan Owen, the junior defensive back, making the play. A little combination with him and Bo King, the sophomore. And Chambers, as you said, partner, going to go for it on fourth and one from their own 46, right to left on your radio dial. Quarterback takes it. He's going to keep her all the way up the middle. And I think he got there. I think he got there by about half a yard. Good push up front from the fellas for Chambers Academy. And it's good enough to move the chains, and the Rebels stay on the field. Yeah, Yurt on that third down. I think would have had the first down if he had just buried his buried his head and tried to get into that that Lee Scott front three. But Some of that Cole Baker does it on fourth down. Some of the starters out there for Lee Scott, Brady Sajelski on the right side playing deep. You've got uh, Hutchins Blowmeyer. You have uh, Miles Zachary, a lot of the guys in the back end of this Lee Scott defense. Jake White on the field right now as well for Lee Scott. As the quarterback, Cole Baker, rolls to his right. Plenty of time. Throws over the middle. Wide open. It's Braxton Yurta out across the 40 and brought down by a few Lee Scott defenders at the 35. And Chambers continues to move the chains on this Warrior defense. Yeah, really good play call there. Had one guy long, one guy short. And it looked like Yurta found that little opening right at about the 40-yard marker. As Hayden Kelly jogs off the field. Looks like we're going to have a timeout on the field, and we will take one with them. 5.27 to go in this opening quarter. Your Lee Scott Warriors on top of Chambers Academy, 7-0 with that 5.27 to play. But Chambers is moving in Lee Scott territory. Stay tuned here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. First and 10 for the Chambers Academy Rebels on the Lee Scott 35. It's a handoff to the outside, and that's number 30 for Chambers Academy. And he's tackled for about a five-yard gain on first down as the clock creeps down to five minutes here in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. They say a pickup of four. No, now a pickup of five on the first down play. Second and five from the Lee Scott 30. Again, Chambers right to left on the football field. 4.38 to go in the first quarter. Lee Scott's got to find a way to get a stop here. Get a false start on that receiver. It's one of the... Uh, Looks like it was number four. Doesn't and appear we have one of those, does it? <laughs> well, it took halfway through the first quarter for that to happen. I know yeah. we were talking about... 
So, hey, it happens sometimes. It happens. We'll see if uh, PA maybe has updated. Well, they didn't give a name, so I'm going to say they don't have one either. So if we get one, we'll try to get that for you as we go along. But that's one of the threats running that wing T offense. There's so much movement, Christian, that you're almost threatening yourself to, to get those false starts and, and illegal motions before the snap. Yeah, and I feel like it's especially one of those things that you're going to see a lot more of early on in the year, especially with a bunch of those new guys trying to run in and adapt to that formation. As the quarterback rolls out to his left, he's going to have to throw across his body. Hit in the backfield, dragged down, way back near the 49-yard line. And it's number 15 and 20. It was Lane Eddins who made the tackle, and Hayden Kelly was there to back him up. Great pursuit there from both of the defensive ends. Had nowhere to go. It looked like a little bit of a busted play. Quarterback Cole Baker rolled left, and it seemed like he was the only one. That rolled left, had no protection. Again, as we mentioned, three or four Navy helmets there on the make that or there to make that tackle. Third and twenty-three. So now third and twenty-three. Four Chambers Academy quarterback rolls out to his right, looking to throw down the sideline. Almost a one-hand snack. I think he pulled it in, did he? And they're gonna say no, incomplete, knocked out of bounds. He was way short anyway. And so now a third, a fourth and long, excuse me, for Chambers Academy, right near midfield, about the 48-yard line of Chambers Academy. And we'll see what they decide to do. Should punt it away with 3.16 to go in the first quarter. And they will. Jake White back deep for Lee Scott Heels right on the 15-yard line. Punter takes the snap. High kick. End over end. Jake White's going to let it go away. Tells it to go forward. And they down it right near the 20-yard line. And that's where the Lee Scott offense will take over. Not a whole lot of movement yet for Lee Scott offensively. They do have the opening kick return touchdown. But a chance here for the Warriors to try to get some momentum on the offensive side. I think this is one of the big adjustments that we talked about. Watching practice before the season is up front. We see a lot of a lot of new faces, a lot of new numbers. I know you mentioned it last season. The boys with the ability to pound through the tackles. We'll see if they're able to do the same thing on this drive. And a carry by J.J. Myers. Picks up a couple on the first down run. We're under three minutes to play here in the first quarter. So second and six, Lee Scott from their own 23. They bring a man in motion from left to right. It's Jake White. He gets the pitch on the sweep out across the 25. And as he runs out of bounds, a late flag thrown by the officials with 223 to play. And we'll see what the call is. It's going to be a hold there. Tried to get a little pitch pass to Jake White coming in the backfield. The offense going to be pushed back there. Well, you can see early on, Lee Scott trying to get the football to Jake White. We just know how athletic, how skilled, and how fast he is. Correct me if I'm wrong, which I very may well be, but I feel like that play is illegal in college football now, is it not? The shuttle pass? 
to the quarterback, to a, uh, a wide receiver coming in motion. I feel like everything has to be in front of the line of scrimmage now, other than that, the screens, obviously, but it can't be. They change it so much, too, that like it's just it's so hard to keep up with it as they change it so much. As Pelzer comes up throwing across the middle, and he's got his man out across the 23, maybe up the 24-yard line. And it looks like it was Harrison Short, the junior, on the reception. But after the penalty, Lee Scott still with work to do on third and 16 from their own 15. Under two minutes to play in the opening quarter. 7-0 Lee Scott here at home in the opening game against Chambers Academy. Pelzer third and nine, excuse me, after the pickup play. Drops back, everybody takes off running, throws it down the left side, wide open for the first down, and ripped down at the 35-yard line. It was Harrison Short on the reception once again, and Lee Scott's able to move the chains. Great play call there, sent trips out to the near side here, close to us in that Lee Scott sideline. Harrison Short, the only guy on the top of the football field, little one-on-one -on -one comeback route. Right past the first down marker. Just how you draw up that pitch and catch. First and 10 from the 34. Lee Scott with a first down early for the offense. It's a pitch out to the left. It's J.J. Myers. Comes off one block and finds his way out across the 40. A good pickup on first down. This is what we saw last year. A lot of Lee Scott. Just five, six, seven-yard runs time after time after time, which is what made this team so successful in their state championship run. And one thing that we've seen so far through this Lee Scott offense they're trying to extend that Chambers defense as much as they can, trying to work the boundaries, work the sidelines. Not too many things up the middle. So two receivers out to the right, one out to the left, two running backs in the backfield. It's a handoff straight down Broadway and doesn't get too far. Adds a little frustration from quarterback Pelzer Reeves, maybe a miscommunication on the handoff. As J.J. Myers will sub back into the ballgame, it was Tyler Kennedy on the carry for the Warriors' third and three with 20 seconds to go. At least Scott may run this thing down to the end of the opening quarter. Yeah, it looks like that is the plan. Play clocks it. Yeah, 15. They got 10, so they're probably going to run it out. Well, offensively, not necessarily how you drew it up, but you got points on the board and you've held... Chambers to zero. I think you'll take that any way you can get it. That's right. A 7-0 lead is what Lee Scott will take into the second quarter. That closes out the Auburn Bank first quarter. Again, Auburn Bank. Auburn Bank sponsoring the opening quarter here for Lee Scott. Their local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank champions of you and proud sponsor of Lee Scott football. 7-0 Warriors as we head to the second here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. 
Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. As we get set for the second quarter here at Judd Scott Field, your Lee Scott Warriors on top of Chambers Academy 7 to nothing, thanks to a Miles Zachary opening kickoff return touchdown. He took it the length of the field, and that's all the offense and all the scoring that we've seen so far between the Warriors and the Rebels. Christian Griffin, my color commentator, alongside myself, Jacob Goins, here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And again, tonight's game presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. And Christian, as we get underway and get set for this second quarter, what have you seen early on from Lee Scott offensively and defensively here in a 7 nothing ball game? I think if you're looking at it offensively, you've seen it. They're trying to stretch the field. They're trying to create one-on-one matchups with the wideouts, and then you're trying to to get those receivers or those running backs outside, and I feel like that's where we've had the most success so far, being able to break off of that and beat those cornerbacks man-to-man. Defensively, you're seeing attack the ball. We haven't seen too many guys fall for that eye candy. We had a couple rollouts uh, for Chambers that were successful, but other than that, when the defense gets pinched, they've responded and kept a zero up on that board for Chambers. So Lee Scott with the ball. Third and two on their own, 42, now moving right to left on your radio dial, and Chambers Academy defending left to right. A crucial play here for Lee Scott to open up the second quarter. Pelzer with a running back to his left. He hands it off to him. It is J.J. Myers. Barrels out across the 45 and down at the 47-yard line here on the near side, and it's good enough for a first down. Great run there from Myers. First contact was about a yard short of that first down, but kept those legs running. Picked up a couple more. And the boys in red get a fresh first down. And I'll say this about J.J. Myers. He looks bigger than he did last year. It's got some big size to him. And you can just tell he's not afraid to run through somebody, run over somebody, and hit somebody when he has to. And he earned that first down right there. Handoff to the right side. Avoids one tackle. Dragged down by his shoulder pads. Almost ripped his jersey off down in the backfield. It's Banks Sims. And he's tackled way in the backfield. They're going to mark him about two yards in the backfield for Lee Scott Academy, so a loss on the first down run. Yeah, close to a horse collar. Looks like he got the very top of the shoulder pad. Yeah, maybe got him Yeah, right there on the top of the shoulders, not quite back behind the neck just yet. Officially a loss of one, second and 11. Ball on the 44-yard line with 11 minutes to play. In the first half, Pelzer drops back, throwing all day. He's got plenty of time, delivers over the middle into triple coverage and almost intercepted, but had to turn into a defensive back, did Jake White. He played the ball really well as a corner, if you will, and had to break up the interception. Not a great decision for Pelzer Reeves. It wasn't. You immediately look over to the sideline. You see head coach Buster Daniel look at Pelzer and put up three. There's three defenders there on that deep route. It's one of those ones you either want to check it down or if you still have time, try and break that line of scrimmage. Pick up a couple to make this third and manageable. But again, yeah, credit there to Jake Myers for turning into a quarterback there and keeping the life for that Lee Scott offense. Third and long for the Warriors. It's 11 to go. 
to pick up the first down. 10.40 to go. Ball on their own 44. Pelzer fumbles the snap, just has to dive on in the backfield. It's the smart decision. He tried to bake the play before having the football, and the Warriors are going to have to punt after the loss on the third down. Not a great offensive possession for Lee Scott as you pretty much went backwards at the start of the second quarter. Yeah, it's one of those ones. You don't want to chalk it up to this, but I feel like you got to chalk it up to those those week one blunders where you know you make the mistake on second down. You try to do a little bit too much on third down, as you mentioned. Trying to run before he had the ball. And this Lee Scott Warriors team will have to punt. Well, actually, there's a flag at about the far 35-yard yeah, line that. in that Chambers secondary. So we'll see if it was a, a play clock issue or if it was a... I mean, Lee Scott would probably take a, a delay a game. The officials come together. Call personal personal foul. foul on Chambers. Wow. That'll be a first down for Lee Scott. It should be if it's enough. He marked it as still fourth down. He did. We'll see what the call is. Buster Daniel, head coach for Lee Scott, trying to get an explanation, and so are we. Because if it's a personal foul, yeah, as you it mentioned, should it be. should be an automatic first. And I think that's what head coach Daniel is trying to say is, yeah, We'll see what the what the official ruling is. Seems like a lot of confusion. Well, where they have it marked now, it is a seven-yard personal foul, and it's still fourth down. So, <laughs> a couple question marks that need to be yeah. need to be figured out at the moment. I think we're the head referee's trying to get a little bit of an understanding because once again, that flag came from behind the Chambers secondary. So, yeah, it was way behind the play. Head coach Buster Daniel getting an explanation. He's not afraid to let his emotions out and tell you what he thinks when he's on the sidelines on Friday nights. Regardless, though, now you're on the plus side of the 54th and four. It's a quick early test on how much do you trust that offensive line to get you four yards and keep this drive going. Well, it's going to be fourth and four from the 48 of their own side for Lee Scott, but the offense stays on the field. Pels are in the shotgun. And a false start. Jake White moved early for Lee Scott on this near side. And Buster Daniel rips the headset off in frustration. We'll see if Lee Scott goes for it on fourth and nine or if they bring the punt unit on, which they do. Yeah, it's one of those ones where you're on the plus side of the 50. Trust your offense to to get you four. If not, trust your defense. But, again, one of those, one of those drives to forget for that Lee Scott offense. So you were gifted a personal foul, and you gave it right back with a false start as Lee Scott sets up to punt it away. Braxton, you're to deep for Chambers Academy, who will be returning it left to right. Relator, a line drive. Punt hits right at the 25, rolls across the 20. It's going to take a friendly Lee Scott bounce, and will stop right at the 10-yard line. So a nice job flipping the field from Matt Relator as the Chambers Academy offense takes the field again. 9.53 to go here in the second quarter. You're listening to Lee Scott football on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. And while we have a minute, we will go ahead and give a little bit of an apology. Oh. As that play went nowhere as Chambers Academy came out and snapped it immediately, tried to do a little trickery in the backfield. At least Scott wasn't falling for it with 9.40 to go, and it's going to be a loss. 
on the first down play. We'll see what the official marking is. Looks like about a loss of five, and it is. Second and 15 from their own five. A chance for the Lee Scott defense to make a play here, partner. Yeah, but that's, that's uh, the Chambers lineup that we were given is apparently the, the last year's version. So we are trying to work on that currently to get those updated names so we can best inform y'all and best inform ourselves as well. So 9.15 to go. In this second quarter, Chambers Academy again moving left to right. Lee Scott with a chance to make a play and a direct snap to the running back. Runs out to the right, finds a hole near the sideline and is taken down near the Chambers Academy sideline. Miles Zachary on the play had his name called quite a bit early on in this football game. Another good job there from Zachary just to push that ball as far as you can using the sideline as that 12th defender. Not allowing him to break inside and break contain. Lee Scott looks to the sideline for the defensive play call. Jacob Osmond giving it to him with 8.35 to go in the second quarter. Third and long. It'll be seven to pick up the first for the Rebels. And Lee Scott's defense can come up big trying to bail out the offense. We'll see how aggressive this Chambers Academy offense is. Pinned deep on their side of the field. Quarterback Baker. Hands it off. It's a run out to the right. Has a blocker. Shoves him out of the way. And is finally taken down at the 30-yard line. Plenty enough for the first down. About 16 extra yards for Chambers Academy. And the Rebels move the chains. Good setup play there. Had the strong side going towards that far side of the field. Brought all three of them back to the near side. And just too many blockers. Had enough to get that first down and keep the job going. Second quarter continuing to run, 8-12 to go here in the first half at Judd Scott Field between the visiting Chambers Academy Rebels and your Lee Scott Warriors. Man in motion, they hand it off to him around left end on the left side. Fans calling for a hold, lowers his head and barrels across the 35, maybe down at the 36-yard line, and another good pickup on first down for the Rebels. Plenty of fans here on a Thursday night. The Lee Scott Stadium side is completely full, not an open seat on this side. Chambers Academy showed out as well. The, the hill is full on that far side as the lights are on here at Judd Scott Field. We're actually going to get a hold on that previous play. They call. actually called it. Okay. So that six or seven-yard run is negated, and it'll be second and 20 for the Chambers offense. And that's one of those things. You've seen Lee Scott capitalize on the Chambers mistakes, but it seems like that Chambers offense is shooting themselves in the foot just as much. Clock breaks eight minutes, seven nothing Lee Scott here in game one of the 2023 high school football season. Appreciate you all tuning in on a Thursday night on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Now first and 17 for Chambers Academy on their own 23-yard line. Quarterback takes a snap, fakes one hand off. It's end around, and the running back comes up throwing wide open. Wide open across the 45 and tackled on the opposite 45. Just a hole in coverage. He was tackled by Miles Zachary. Two Lee Scott defenders there. Neither one of them saw the football, and it's a big pass play for the Chambers Academy Rebels. Yeah, really good play call there. Had a fake going to the near side here. Brought the receiver back. Thought he was going to take off with it, but it looked like a couple of Lee Scott Warriors were home but decided to drop it back and pass. And again, you mentioned it. Split those two safeties for Lee Scott. First time we've really seen Chambers come up and throw the football like that so far in this first half. And that's what that's what Jacob Osmond, Coach Jacob Osmond, was telling us is you just have to defend so many options as this one's in the round to the right and is taken down behind the line 
Good play by a couple of Lee Scott Warriors. Sam Jackson was there along with Christian Horak, a couple of linebackers for the Warriors. Yeah, we saw that play. Finally the one that broke that Lee Scott defense a little bit. But if you are Coach Osmond, it's a good sign if Chambers Academy is already breaking out the trick plays here halfway through the second quarter to try and break midfield. Into Lee Scott territory. Marked at the 47, more like the 46. Second and 12 for Chambers. Quarterback takes the snap, it's high, fakes his pass, shovels it up. And lots of bodies as he continues to drag his way out across the 40, taken down at maybe the 37-yard line. He was hit three or four yards in and continued to churn the legs and a big pickup for the Rebels. Now makes it third and manageable. Seeing if that Lee Scott defense can rally, as once again I guess that it'd be four down territory here for the, uh, for the Rebels. And timeout on the field. Looks like it was taken by Lee Scott. We'll take one with them. Stay tuned. It'll be a third and four for the Lee Scott defense with 5.57 to go in the second quarter. Lee Scott up 7-0 on Chambers. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues in a moment. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. It's a third and four for the Chambers Academy Rebels. Lee Scott, defense on their heels, third and four from their own 38. And the ball snapped. It's given to Braxton Yurta, a round in on the left side. Breaks one tackle and is taken out into his own bench across the, look to be about the 25-yard line or so. We'll get you an accurate spot when they do, but it's plenty enough for the first down, and Chambers moves the chains again. Yeah, it looked like a little bit of a quick snap there. Lee Scott was caught off guard, had a couple linemen still on their feet rather than in that three-point stance. And again, we see the wide receiver coming across from the near side to the far side and able to beat those linebackers to the corner. 7-0 Lee Scott, 5.47 to go in the first half in game one of the 2023 season. But the Warrior defense having to stand tall on a first and 10 from their own 25. Again, Chambers moving left to right, lights are on. Here at Lee Scott Academy, fans are loud on both sides. It's a handoff end around on the left side. But again, a pickup of four or five before any Lee Scott defender is there, and it's another big run on first down. Looking back at it last year, Chambers Rebels had 136 total yards of offense, only 91 total rushing yards. So we'll see they've had a real emphasis on bringing that run 
Clock continues to run. 5.13 on the game clock. 10 on the play clock as Chambers breaks the huddle. They'll have five seconds to snap the football. Two down to one. They just get it off. Handoff up the right early flag. Pickup of a couple. A late hit between a couple of Lee Scott and Chambers Academy players. But it should be coming back with a flag on the play. Yeah, it definitely looked like a hold on that left side. And it will be, so it will be coming back. But again, yeah, we saw a little bit at the end of the play where the offensive lineman had Hayden Kelly almost as if he was a running back trying to tackle him by his ankles. But nonetheless here, Chambers Academy shooting themselves in the foot looking to see if Lee Scott can make a stand and keep the zero on the board. And I think that's the only reason, Christian, we haven't seen Chambers Academy score yet. Yeah. It's because they've they've had so many penalties and have, have hurt themselves more than they've helped. So Lee Scott thinking their lucky star has got to make a stop. On second and 15 from the 29, Chambers fakes the handoff to the right, rolls out to the left, throws down to the corner of the end zone, and tipped just over the hands. But I think he got some fingertips on it. If not, it would have been an easy touchdown. And Lee Scott able to stay on the field. Looked like it was Miles Zachary who made the play in the left corner. Yeah, really good play there on the far side, right at that pylon. Zachary just tall enough to get a couple fingers on it and tip it over the head of the intended receiver. Thomas Dilworth subs in the junior defensive end, wearing number 11 for Lee Scott. It was a nice play from Chambers. And, yeah, if uh, if Zachary doesn't get his fingertips on it, it's a walk-in touchdown for the blue and white. So third and 15 from the 29, 4.27 to go as Lee Scott clinging to a 7-0 lead in the opening half. Chambers 3-4 for four on third down, 2-2 two for two in this drive alone, looking to see if Lee Scott can get a stop. A throw, a screen out to the right, has one block, has two, but dragged down from and behind a and a hold yep. late flag. Yep. It'll either be a hold or a block in the back, but nonetheless, it'll work the same and still being right at that 20... 21, 22 yard line. It'll be interesting to see if the Lee Scott Rebels choose to accept it or if they choose to keep it fourth down. Looks like the officials trying to get the word from Buster Daniel. And the, the screenplay was well defended from the backside. And you can see some of the speed for that Lee Scott defense. And Chambers taking some steps back. So it looks like Lee Scott going to take it. Yeah, and they do go ahead and officially rule it a block in the back. I feel like it could have gone could have gone either, either way. way. Yeah, but instead choose to make it third and a whole lot here for the Chambers Academy Warriors and that, or Chambers Academy Rebels. I apologize, but as you mentioned, the screen was well well developed. But it seems like those linebackers are beating the guards out on that line of scrimmage so the guard or the receivers can't seem to get anything going. A reverse to the left. Yerta comes up looking to throw. Had a man but left it about five yards short. It was right at the original line of scrimmage near the 25-yard line. And the third down is no good. And again, we talk about it here. Chambers Academy. Another penalty pushing them out of field goal range indefinitely. We don't ha haven't seen a view of their kicker so far, but well, an awkward spot. I mean, you're at the you're at the 36 yard line, so you're you're looking at a long field goal for any high school kicker. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter what level you're at. That's a long field goal. So it looks like Chambers going to come out and punt and maybe a timeout 
by Chambers Academy, and we will take one with them. 3.59 on the clock as Chambers is about to punt it away and put the Warriors deep, and maybe Lee Scott can get an offensive drive before the end of the half. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. So a fourth and 22 for Chambers, and Lee Scott will be deep. They'll probably have their heels on right about the 10-yard line as Chambers looks to pin him deep and keep it out of the end zone with 3.59 to go in the opening half. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Be sure you stay tuned at halftime, though, for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show, brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic. High snap, slow developing punt, and sky high. I lost in the lights. There it is. And it drops around the 20-yard line, and they're going to let it roll. And it'll go almost out of bounds right around the 15-yard line. So not a bad job by Chambers to keep it out of the end zone and pin Lee Scott within the 20-yard line. Yeah, I think both teams will be happy with that punt. See if the Warriors can get things going here. What do they got to do to get it going? That's a great start. What, what do they got to do with 3.45 to go? You're on your own nine-yard line, and you're up 7 nothing. How do you get some offense generated but not shoot yourself in, in the foot and really hurt yourself and set up Chambers Academy? Yeah, I think the first thing you got to do here is you got to prioritize a first down. Once you get one first down, then you can kick things into gear, try and push things down the field. You're not going to try and do anything stupid here to try and give Chambers Academy a quick, easy touchdown before halftime. I think the first thing you got to do is just protect the ball and try and get that first first down. And they protect the ball, but nowhere to go for J.J. Myers. Hit as soon as he gets to the line of scrimmage. No gain on the first down play. Second and ten from the nine, and the clock runs at 3.30. Chambers does still have two timeouts remaining, so we'll see when they decide to use those. As J.J. Myers will sub off, looks like Tyler Kennedy will sub into the ballgame. That's been the early rotation at the running back spot for Lee Scott. So Myers will get a break. And I think right now, Lee Scott, seeing that first play, you're happy to eat some clock. Hand off to Tyler Kennedy, off to the left, almost had it stripped, able to wrap it up with two hands and make a nice play out of almost nothing on the second down run. Picks up just one, though. A lot of running for not a lot of yards. Picked up third and nine from the 10 under three to play. And again, I think we can see the mindset that the Lee Scott offense had coming into this drive. Yeah, try and get that first down. But more importantly, take care of the ball. Again, you have an amazing leg with the ability to flip the field here, and you trust your defense to go out and get the job done. If that can, if it comes down to Lee Scott, Lee Scott getting a stop before for halftime. 2.25 on the game clock, 7 on the play clock. Yeah, it looks like Lee Scott's going to just take it all the way down. And Coach Buster Daniels is going to take that timeout. Takes a timeout with 2.18. We'll go ahead and leave it here. Should be a quick timeout. Christian, 
We're going to talk some about this in the in the halftime show, which, again, that's the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, the Orthopedic Clinic East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you coming up in just a few minutes. But if you ask me, when you look at that first play of this first drive, Lee Scott picked up nothing on the first run. It was straight up the middle. J.J. Myers was hit immediately. I think if you were able to get six or seven yards on that, maybe you would have seen a little up-tempo, try to make something happen. But once you pretty much didn't do anything on the opening play, I think you just take your you know, take your 7 nothing victory and go to the locker room. And it seems like that's what Lee Scott's doing here. Yeah, definitely. As mentioned, if you can pick up six or seven and try and get the offense moving a little bit in that right direction, then, yeah, you have two more plays that you can run rather quickly to try and get, get that first down but again i think that we can see especially after the first down play call that you can see what the rest of this drive will look like and again if you can pick up six here and get the first down then you might see the offense kick it into gear otherwise i wouldn't be surprised to see another run here and see if lee scott can force chamber to use one of those timeouts pelzer drops back to throw looking left the entire way he's got his man and it's completed across the 32 yard lines it's jake white who goes up and snags it out of the air first down warriors and that's why I'm not Coach Wade, right? <laughs> Credit to him. Chambers looked like he'd be thinking the same thing. Had a bunch of guys right on that line of scrimmage. Great job there from Jake White and from Harrison Short. Harrison Short running a little bit of a drag route. White using the back post. Pelzer picks him up for the first down. A run up the middle, finds a hole, breaks off an arm tackle, and it's taken down at the 41. We're seeing a little urgency now for Lee Scott, and it's a nice pickup from Bank Sims. Yeah, this is, this is what you expect to see. Pick up seven or eight on first down, then you can pick up the tempo a little bit. With that said, worst case scenario, if you can try and get into field goal range with no time left, try and extend this lead to double digits as you take it into the break. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. They bring Jake White in motion. He fumbles the toss, but he's able to secure it. And he gets out across the first down marker, which was 41. And takes him a while to get to the ground, but it'll be enough to move the chains for the Warriors with 132 to play here in the first half. We're going to have to lift this up because you can see me in the reflection. So first and 10 from the 45 of Chambers Academy. Lee Scott moving right to left on the football field. 124, clock counting. As Pelzer rolls out to the left, throws it, a back shoulder throw, and it's caught by Jake White. Defender number 14 had no idea the ball was there, and White comes up a little limp on the sidelines. Yeah, great play there from Pelzer rolling out to his left, being a right-handed quarterback. It's one of the toughest throws that you're going to see somebody make. Great job there from Jake White coming to back and making a play on the ball. Jake White goes down on the sideline, grabbing his right calf, so we'll try to keep an eye on that. Run by J.J. Myers, bounces outside, a nice tackle at the feet at the 30-yard line, and J.J. upset he couldn't keep going, but 105 to go when the clock continues to run. Another great play call. You see almost reverse. You see Pelzer rolling out to his left with the counter. With J.J. Myers, and as you mentioned, one one broken tackle away from possibly taking it to the house. And less than a minute to go. And stoppage in play. Looks like we're going to have a timeout on the field with 54 seconds to go. Lee Scott has a 7-0 lead, and they're trying to add to it before the half. We'll see if they can do it on the other side of this break on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. Direct snap to Jake White, who's up the middle and finds his way out across near the 10-yard line. So good to see him back on the field after he came up a little limp on the last time he ran. At least got moved to change. 46 seconds to go, and it's first down for the Warriors inside the 10-yard line. Great direct snap there from Jake White, able to bust it through the seam, pick up that first down right at the 13. So you do have room to pick up one more first down with the clock ticking. 36 seconds and counting. Pelzer handoff to J.J. Myers, bounces outside and is tackled from behind with 30 seconds to go. And Lee Scott looks to take a timeout here with 30.9 to go. In this second quarter, they have a 7-0 lead over the Rebels of Chambers Academy. And looking to add to it, it'll be second and seven coming out of the timeout. Christian, what are you looking for here? From the 10-yard line, you got 30 seconds with a timeout to spare. What do you do if you're Lee Scott? It's one of those ones you can take it. You can take it one of two ways. Obviously, you can play it safe. You trust your field goal kicker that you're in field goal range, and you can try and save that last timeout. Try and ask him where he wants it, and you try and run a play here. Try to pick up the first. If not, you settle for the three. But we saw Coach Wade throw here on third down on their side of the field. So I wouldn't be surprised to see if if Pelzer gets a shot to make a play. Worst case scenario, nobody's there. Throw it out of the back of the end zone. Live to see another down. 30.9 again. Lee Scott with a 7-0 lead and trying to extend it before the half. As I mentioned, after that one play, Jake White had come off the sideline. Looked like he was holding his right calf. He is back on the field. Had that big run play and is out wide to the left for Pelzer Reeves. One out right and two out to the left. 30.9. Pelzer takes the snap. Rolls out to his left. Looking that way. Throws it to the corner of the end zone. Waiting on the call. Touchdown, Warriors. It's Jake White on the touchdown reception right at the front corner of the end zone. He ran across the goal line, turn, and a perfect throw from Pelzer Reeves. And the Warriors extend the lead. Yeah, per perfect throw there from Pelzer Reeves. You want to put it right on the pylon, right on the inner side part where only your receiver can get it, and that's exactly what he did. Perfect throw, very similar to what we actually saw on that third down play earlier in the drive with Harrison Short. Running that little dig route, that's what we saw Jake run perfectly. And Pelzer rolling out to his left. Really impressed with those two throws here on that touchdown drive. As Lee Scott looking to get their kicking formation on the field. Have to run on a man late. But Matt Relator sets up for the extra point to make it 14-0 Lee Scott. The snap, the hold, the kick. It's up and good into the woods. 
14-0. Lee Scott takes has or has the lead, extends that lead, if you will, with 23.3 seconds to go here at Judd Scott Field. We'll take a quick 30-second break and be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. With 23.3 seconds to go in the first half, Lee Scott extends their lead. It's a double-digit lead, if you will, a two-possession lead for the Warriors. It's 14-0 Lee Scott over Chambers as they are set to kick it away right to left on your radio dial and a good chance to take that two-possession lead into the half. Yeah, it's just how you draw it up if you're Lee Scott. Give Chambers very minimal time to do anything with, with the ball. As Relator gets his people set and kicks it away high into the night. And into the end zone, back into the end zone for a touchback. I talked about Matt Relator in the open, Christian. He is so reliable in the kicking game. And in high school football, if you've got a kicker that can do that on every time, you have a massive advantage. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's a very easy field flipper. It's a momentum booster, too. You don't really have to worry about the other, the opposing team running back, doing exactly what Lee Scott did to Chambers. And going back to that drive, two amazing throws there from Pelzer Reeves, rolling out to his left, as Absolutely. I mentioned before. It's the toughest throw to make on the run, throwing across your body, but perfectly executed both times. And Lee Scott couldn't ask for it any better. Chambers will receive the second-half kickoff, so really good job there for Lee Scott, putting the second touchdown on right before the half. And a stoppage in play. Looks like a flag down. Maybe an illegal motion. Play clock's at 16, so that shouldn't be an issue. And offsides on Lee Scott. All right, well. First and 10 becomes a first and five for Chambers Academy. They'll move the football from the 20 up to the 25. 23.3. I'm interested to see if Chambers tries to do anything or just take it into the half. Direct snap. Quarterback takes off immediately way out to the left. First down and more near the 40-yard line. Tackle just short. And the clock stops, so I'm assuming he was able to get out of bounds. I think, I think Chamber, Chambers that maybe, used that last time out. Oh, maybe he did get out. Maybe he was knocked out of bounds then because we see the clock starting again. Clock is under 10. Chambers, this will be the final play of the half. And just a run straight up the middle. Tackled in the backfield. Hit first by Thomas Dilworth. And that's how the first half will come to an end. Lee Scott uses an opening kickoff return and a nice drive late in the half to take a 14-0 lead over Chambers Academy into the locker room. Stay tuned. The orthopedic halftime report is next. Coming up on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Okay, so apologies. They called a, a personal foul on the defense, and now an untimed down for Chambers Academy. Everybody was walking off the field. They brought him back on the field, and so quarterback drops back. It's going to unload it deep across the middle, and almost knocked down by Jake White and almost into the arms of a Chambers Academy Rebel, and now the first half we, comes we, to an end. Are we sure? Yeah, let's hold on. <laughs> I, I don't want to throw it to break too early and, and get, get caught again. Cheerleaders are on the field. They're not moving them. We'll throw it to break and come back and have the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report after this on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. 
It's halftime here at Judd Scott Field and your Lee Scott Warriors on top of the Chambers Academy Rebels by a score of 14-0. to zero. Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And this is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Well, as I mentioned, it was a, uh, a weird end to the first half when Lee Scott uh, thought they were going into the locker room with that 14-0 lead. A late call uh, on a defensive uh, personal foul, I believe, and so there was an untimed down for Chambers Academy. It was a deep ball, a little bit of a threat, but then it fell incomplete, and Lee Scott takes a 14-0 lead into the half. Christian, before we get into some halftime stats, what'd you see from Lee Scott on both sides of the football in that first half? And you got to start with the opening kickoff touchdown return. Yeah, I feel like that's where it has to start. Right? It's where, it's where everything got going. It's what you want to see. You start the offense, or you start the the game off exactly how you want to. Just creating that tempo, putting the pressure on the Chambers' offense to try and create something on their own, and they're obviously unable to. Again, we'll get into the stats a little bit later on, but it seemed like they just shot themselves in the foot the whole time. But with that said, credit to Lee Scott, as it seemed like the two of those worked in uh, in synchrony uh, with the penalties of. Chambers Academy and Lee Scott being able to capitalize on those mistakes. Well, Lee Scott had a few penalties of their own, but yeah, I think that's the big storyline when it comes to uh, Lee or comes to uh, Chambers Academy's offense. Is they had some big plays, they had some momentum, but every time they did it, they would just burn themselves and ha- and have a penalty that would slow down the drive and ultimately halt the drive as well, and really bailed out the Lee Scott defense a time or two as well. Let's talk about that Lee Scott offense. As we mentioned, they started off the game. Chambers Academy won the toss. They deferred to the second half, and uh, turns out that was a mistake because they kicked it away to Miles Zachary, and he took it the length of the field for an opening touchdown. Yeah, again, it's what you. It's exactly the way that you would. Ex- you would hope that you could start the game off trying to put that pressure on that Chambers offense and the defense to come out and try and put some zeros or to hold Lee Scott on that scoreboard. We're able to for about 28 of the 30 minutes until that second half drive again. Pels are two beautiful throws on those third down conversions or the third down conversion and then again that play in the end zone to bring Lee Scott that second touchdown right before the half. Yeah, it really was a good drive to see Lee Scott finally settle in on the offensive side. You mentioned the big third down conversion, the over the shoulder, back shoulder throw to Jake White showing his athleticism going up and grabbing the football out of the air and then as Lee Scott moved into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone, another great play. Pels are rolling out to his left and hit Jake White right there in the front corner of the end zone basically trapped trapped himself in between the goal line and the pylon a beautiful play from Pelzer Rees a beautiful play from Jake White and Lee Scott's on the board 14 nothing at the half this is the orthopedic clinic halftime report the orthopedic clinic East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at the orthoclinic.com as the Lee Scott cheerleaders on the center field across the LSA logo to perform for the fans and the Chambers of Academy cheerleaders. Uh, Christian, go ahead and give us some of the stats from that first half that you were able to track between this Lee Scott and Chambers Academy teams. I think the biggest thing that you look at, first of all, is that Chambers offense and their inability to create, but it also created 
opportunities for Lee Scott to take advantage of those mistakes. Chambers was three for five on third down, but a couple of those were negated because of penalties. Three holds, two false starts, and two personal fouls for Chambers here in the first half. It's not really the, the recipe for success, especially on that offensive side of the ball. Lee Scott... The one offsides penalty and the face mask here within the final 30 seconds of the second half were the only penalties that Lee Scott collected throughout the first half. And that's one of those that's one of the really good signs that you can look at in week one. You can see a couple of the guys, you know, try and cheat their way if they're not doing things the right way. But we see that that was not the case here for Lee Scott as they were able to do things the way, they were, uh, the way that the coaches wanted them to do throughout that first half. Yeah, and I want to talk about that for just a minute. How much of that have you seen when it comes to, because this is game one, right? This is the first game of the year. There's a lot of new faces on this team. Uh, there's a lot of uh, different challenges that this Lee Scott team has to face this year. And look, you're going to see this across any high school football game over the next couple of weeks between private school, public school, whatever classification. You're going to see first game jitters, first game issues how much of that have you seen versus how much of that did you expect coming into this game? I think everybody has to tend to expect to see those types of things. I mean, you think about it, the NFL is kind of the only thing that gives you a couple of those preseason live scrimmages or those live preseason games. In high school, you don't get that. You can suit up and play against yourself for so many times or so many reps but the, right. until you take the field for the first time you can never really fully expect what you're going to go what you're going to be able to see so i really do think that lee scott handled themselves really well you can talk about those only two penalties not on the offensive side of the ball and i think the biggest thing is the trust in that offense we talked about it late in the second half when they had a first and 10 at the 12 or 14 yard line and they handled it very modestly a run up the middle and then a run to the side, and it was third and six, and we were expecting them just to kind of take the ball into half, not really create anything. But you see Pelzer rolling out to the left, which shows the or shows shows Coach Wade the, the trust that he has in not only his quarterback but the offensive line to give Pelzer time. It shows the trust that he has in that receiver core to be able to go out and make those plays. And then again, we saw it right around midfield, and then we see it again in the end zone. Lee Scott with a 14-0 lead on top of Chambers Academy here in the season opener thanks to an opening kickoff return touchdown by Miles Zachary and then about a 13-yard or a 10-yard, I should say, touchdown reception by Jake White. When we come back, the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report will continue. We'll talk about what Lee Scott needs to do in the second half to start off 2023 1-0. Don't turn that radio dial here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. Lee Scott football continues. When we come back, it's all presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. 
Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. As the Lee Scott Warrior Band on the football field with a halftime performance as we continue on with the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. A reminder to uh, anybody who is on the stream uh, watching, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube for the Lee Scott Sports Network, we typically uh, are using the uh, Huddle Focus camera, but Lee Scott uh, dealing, unfortunately dealing with some internet issues with the bad weather that's been rolling through here over the past week or so. And so uh, we are using our own personal setup that we typically use uh, on the road. And so any uh, any difficulties or buffering or, or different looks, we do apologize for that. But here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app, we are rolling with about eight minutes to go on the clock. As I said, the Warrior Band on the football field, you can hear them performing and doing a fantastic job. Christian, as we look to the second half, Lee Scott with a 14-point lead. It's 14-0 Warriors over Chambers Academy. What are you looking for in this second half for the Warriors to continue rolling and get a big win to open up the 2023 season? I think on the defensive side, you're wanting to keep that same intensity that you had with you. We talked about it in the very first drive that Chambers had. There were three or four Navy helmets coming to the ball, making the tackle. Group tackling, it's almost better for us. or It's better for them when we don't know who single-handedly made the tackle as soon as the tackle is made. When you're seeing a couple guys, a swarm of Warriors coming to the ball I think is a really good sign. I think the biggest thing we need to see too is on those long yardage downs, making sure that we're able to protect the pass. We found, or we saw Chambers find a couple of pockets there throughout a couple of their drives and we can't keep banking on the Chambers Academy Rebels to keep shooting themselves in the foot. You're going to be able to have to step up and make a play, which they have but in big thanks to those efforts uh, on the Chambers side and their inability to play clean football, I guess, is the way that you would circle it. And I think on the offensive side, you want to keep establishing the run. Lee Scott, as we mentioned, is a very heavy run-focused team. And primarily in that first half, we saw him try and stretch the ball to the sideline, trying to uh, to bring some space within that Chambers defense. So that way, when you bring out that play-action pass, you're able to keep those one-on-one separations between the receivers and Pelzer Reeves can find them and 
keep making them pay. I think the thing for me, uh, Christian, that sticks out to me from the first half was the play down here to our right. When Chambers Academy got inside the 30-yard line, they had gotten a couple of those big plays. Yes, they end up getting a few penalties to where they kind of they helped the least God defense out, but the defense didn't break, right? They continued to stand strong. They didn't let them score when they very easily could have let anything go and let a play break through. They had a big play break up in the far corner by Miles Zachary, who got some fingertips on a football where the Rebels had a walk-in touchdown. So that's what sticks out to me if, you, if you're wondering about the Lee Scott defense as they, uh, last year the defense was so strong and didn't allow very many points at all. And uh, it seems that this year they're off to a great start with a shutout through first half. Yeah, we talk about that. The saying you bend but you don't break. You know, I think that's one of the things that university, Auburn University team is, was so good at so uh, in the red zone. They can bend, but they don't break, trying to collapse the offense here. We saw here on the very, I think it might have been the second drive from Chambers here, had a first and 10 and around the, around the red zone, a loss of two, and all of a sudden a 14-yard sack, and next thing you're looking at it, it's third and 26, and all of a sudden Chambers has gotten themselves out of field goal position. And again, as you mentioned, that defense standing tall and helping out their offense when it's been needed. Lee Scott, very few penalties. You love to see that in the opening game. I don't expect Chambers to go away anytime soon. We talked in the pregame about how the Rebels are. They've been looking forward to this game for the last few weeks and really been ready to make the road trip up to Lee Scott Academy. Their fans have done the same. I mean, there's hundreds, hundreds of, Lee, of Chambers Academy fans on the far sideline and on the field. And uh, Lee Scott fans have shown up and shown out in this first game as well to cheer on their Lee Scott Warriors trying to defend their state title from 2022 and they're off to a great start with a 14-0 lead on Chambers Academy at the half. That wraps up the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Reminder that the Orthopedic Clinic, as they also sponsor our Lee Scott Sports Network, they are the East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and in Opelika to better serve you. And they're on the web at theorthoclinic.com. When we come back, we'll have our second half kickoff between the visiting Chambers Academy Rebels and your Lee Scott Warriors who hold a 14-point lead at the half. Don't turn that radio dial. Lee Scott football continues when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank and Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. 
Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. As we wrap up the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, Lee Scott back on the sidelines, Chambers Academy as well, and we're just about set for kickoff of the second half between Lee Scott and Chambers Academy. As the Warriors have a 14-0 lead over the visiting Rebels. And as we mentioned earlier, Chambers Academy will receive the second half kickoff. They deferred to the second half, and they paid for it, partner, when Miles Zachary returned the opening kickoff. The length of the field for a touchdown, the first touchdown of the season for Lee Scott, and then they backed it up with an offensive touchdown right at the end of the first half, so kind of fitting. They started the half and ended the half with touchdowns, and they take that 14-0 lead here in the start of the third quarter. Yeah, we get to see that Lee Scott offense. They held a zero up on that Chambers scoreboard for the first 30 minutes. We're looking to see what uh, what defensive adjustments Coach Osmond made in order to try and keep that Chambers defense or keep that Chambers offense out of the end zone, which he did for the entire first half. But again, as you mentioned earlier, we can't rely on them to keep shooting themselves in the foot. Seems like they would get a drive going and ultimately it would come to a halt rather quickly. We gotta believe that they're gonna do their best to continue that drive and find their way into the end zone. Reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Lee Scott will kick it away left to right on your radio dial. And Chambers Academy receiving and will be moving right to left. As the, the sky is dark, the lights are on here at Judd Scott Field. And we're just about ready for kickoff of the second half where the Warriors trying to start 2023 with an opening victory. 
Again, Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We appreciate you all joining us here on a Thursday night for for, for uh, Thursday Night Lights in high school football on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. Matt Relator, tease it up, ready to kick it away. And the start of the second half is here. As a high kick. Same kick, same result. Matt Relator puts it through the back of the end zone for a touchback. And the Rebel offense will touch the field to start this third quarter. So first and ten from their own 20. Again, Chambers Academy in their road whites with the royal blue helmets, white jerseys. It's the blue lettering and numbers on the jerseys and the blue pants. Lee Scott in their home navy helmets with the red lettering, red stripe. They debuted their red jerseys tonight with the white lettering and white numerals and the gray pants with the colored stripes down the side. The first run of the second half out to the left, drive down by his feet to the 25-yard line is number 10 for Chambers Academy. And there it is again. Another nice pickup on first down for Chambers Academy. Christian, something we've seen all night long. Yeah, something they're doing the exact same thing that Lee Scott's trying to do. They're trying to extend that defense and try and get man-to-man situations. A good shuttle pass there. Great contain there from the linebackers, though, as it looked like that whole left side was open, but quickly was swallowed up. Did get that five-yard gain, but could have been much more. 11:25, man in motion from left to right. It's a fake handoff. Rolls out to the right. Does the quarterback for Chambers delay throw over to the sideline and the play or the ball is caught, I should say, and knocked out of bounds about a yard short of the line to gain. And it looks to be Tyler Kennedy with the stop on the play. And we'll see what the official marking is. It's a very, very generous spot. They ended up giving him the first. I thought he was oh my knocked goodness. out of bounds well short of the they 30. Did. They ended up giving him the 31. Oh my goodness. They gave him the first down. He was a yard and a half short. But a generous spot for the Rebels. Moves the chains and they're out across the 31-yard line with 11.01 to go in the third. Man in motion from right to left, sets up on the line. Quarterback comes out and throws, almost intercepted. They threw it to the man in motion and knocked down by Sam Jackson, number 24. First time calling his name tonight and a big play that he made on defense to avoid the big play on offense. Yeah, really good job there from Jackson. Was out on that right side, started going after the quarterback, rolling out left, saw that it was a pass and saw that he had somebody in the flat and chose to bait the quarterback instead of going after the quarterback, chose to bait back and got his fingertips on that pass, deflecting it up, making a second down for that offense. Second and 10 from their own 31, Chambers Academy opening drive of the third quarter, 10.50 to go. Lee Scott with that 14-0 lead in game one of the season. And to give you an idea of what Lee Scott's jerseys look like, if you ever watch Ole Miss play on TV, it looks just like those. There's a big run out to the right, able to squeeze his way through the line for a pickup of about nine for Chambers Academy. A lot of work on the ground, partner, for the Rebels. It is. And Chambers trying to get a quick huddle, trying to get this first down. And the snap handoff up the middle. Surge is across the 45-yard line. Knocks somebody down as he does. Gets close to the 50 on the right side of that LSA logo near the Chambers Academy sideline. And it's plenty enough for the first down. Rebels on the move. And as you mentioned, they're picking them up in chunks. 
Man in motion from right to left. They toss it to him. Has a block. It's an end around to the left. Can't get the block. Now he does. Tries to find some space. Can't do so. At least got defended it nicely. It was a combination of Sam Jackson and what looked to be Brady Sajelski. Both made the tackle near this near sideline here on the home side. Right around the 49-yard line as Chambers inches their way into Lee Scott territory. And that's the experience you can see from that defense. Not really working on trying to to get to the ball carrier not in too much of a hurry just letting him pick his holes but just trying to stretch that offense and keep him in contain and they're having to settle for a one run or a okay yeah so a one yard gain mm-hmm. second and nine from the least got 49 9 30 to go in this third quarter chambers a long opening possession handoff in around to the right drag down from the back Maybe a pickup of one, but a big play from the Lee Scott defense trying to get a number. And it looks like it was number 34, Walker Lane, the junior defensive end, with a big play, jumped on his back like a bear and dragged him to the ground. Yeah, great play there from Lane. Coming from that weak side, ball going towards the right. But he had the speed to track down the ball carrier. As you mentioned, yeah, jumped on his back. Hold it to just a one-run, one-yard gain. A big third down for this Lee Scott defense. It's third and long for Chambers Academy. Eight yards to pick up the first on the 48-yard line with 8.40 to go. Lee Scott has a 14-0 lead. Snap to the quarterback, takes off immediately around the right side, cuts it inside, big hole, runs over a man, and down across the 30, and finally taken out of bounds. A big conversion on third down for the Rebels, and they're down inside the 30 of Lee Scott territory. It seems like those guards are getting out and able to put a hat on a hat here on the Lee Scott secondary. I do see some laundry on the field, so it does look like there is a flag. It was late. Could very easily be a dead ball. It is dead ball personal foul on Chambers. So again, I believe that will be after the run. So the first down will count. But the ball should be placed right around where the original first down marker was. Seems some disciplinary issues for Chambers Academy tonight. A couple of miss or of a uh, couple of a couple of those calls tonight for the Rebels. They've had some again, just some disciplinary issues, not being able to control your emotions. And again, it ends up being a 15-yard penalty. So instead of of a 23-yard gain, it ends up essentially being a a four-and-a-half, a a five-yard gain. You do get the first down out of it, but again, that's 18 yards that are checked off the field that you're having to make up. And the exact same play, direct snap to the quarterback, runs it out, gets a couple of blocks. He's just throwing blocks around and spins down. Right around the 30, maybe inside the 30, just a hair. I guess they only took one more play. Ended up getting tackled right around where the play was made before that personal foul. Play made by Jake White on defense. You're going to see a lot of the same. You're going to hear a lot of the same names for Lee Scott on both sides of the football. That's how it works here at AISA Class 3A. As the clock is under eight minutes in this third quarter, first and ten from the 27. So picked up a few extra yards, and I thought 27 is the yard marker for Chambers. Quarterback takes the snap, just decides a hesitated run and decision, goes up the middle, and picks up a few yards on the first down carry. Again, you're seeing it, the 
the motion and all of the different ways the ball can go with that wing T offense. They're slowly starting to find some chunks in that Lee Scott front seven. And you got to be careful because Christian in the first half, every now and then they didn't do it very often, but they stepped up and threw the football and almost burned Lee Scott a few times. Second and six as the Rebels threatening the red zone from the 23-yard line. It's a high snap. Ball's in the backfield. Quarterback goes down after it. Can't get it. Ball's loose. And it looks like Chambers is able to jump on top of it. One player from Chambers reached down to grab it. Another one from Lee Scott reached down to grab it. Both of them missed it. And it looks like the Rebels able to save the possession, but a huge loss on the play. Again, it looked like both the quarterback and the player for Lee Scott looked to pick up the ball rather than just trying to fall on it. Heads up play by the Chambers lineman to fall on it. And again, here we are. Not necessarily <laughs> coming from the penalty side of things, but Chambers seems to get a couple things going. They're taking two steps forward and taking one step back. So you can hear it third and 19 from the 36. So every time Chambers gets a big play, they take a few self-inflicted wounds and we're gonna have a stoppage in play the play clock says zero I wonder if it never got reset or if Chambers really just didn't get the playoff we'll see there's no flag on the play yet you see coach Daniel about four or five yards out onto the field asking for yeah the exact same explanation but it does look like that play clock will be reset 6.13 to go in the third quarter. Quarterback rolls back, standing on the 45, delivers over the middle, and almost intercepted. Little high should have been made in and out of the hands. And a couple of nice defensive efforts from Miles Zachary. For that to fall incomplete, and fourth and really long for Chambers. Yeah, if you had that pass completed, you might have had a shot at about a fourth and eight, fourth and nine, but instead, you're looking at a fourth in 19 it looks like they're bringing that punt unit out jake white out to return the punt for lee scott his heels are parked on the 10-yard line last time chambers had this situation they put it on about the 15 a nice effort with a sky high punt we'll see if they can repeat it i'm sure jake white has been coached to let it go over your head if it goes with 606 to go in the third snap the punt is high and right around that 10-yard line, takes a sideways bounce and eventually touchdown at the 11-yard line. And that's where the Lee Scott offense will see its first action here in this third quarter. So think about it this way, Christian. While Chambers didn't score, they took six minutes off the clock. And I know your team, you're losing if you're Chambers, but you got to feel like somewhat of a win with Lee Scott being pinned deep. Maybe your defense can come up and make a play if you're Chambers. But for you, for the Lee Scott Warriors, it's time to put another offensive drive together. Yeah, it's exactly what, you're, what you want to see, and you'd love to see Lee Scott do the exact same thing. Put a big drive up, put some points on the board as we head to a break here. Yeah, it looks to be a timeout on the field, so we'll take one as well. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Union. 
yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. J.J. Myers with the carry on the first down and 10 from the 12-yard line, and he gets out to the 21, so a pickup of nine on the first down carry for the senior running back as Lee Scott again starts their first offensive drive of the second half. We appreciate you all tuning in tonight for Lee Scott football. My color analyst, Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins on play-by-play here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. A beautiful Thursday night for high school football in the season opener for the Lee Scott Warriors. A delayed handoff in the right of the backfield, and Chambers was not fooled. Three and four Rebels there to make the tackle, and a loss on the play for the Warriors. Yeah, it looked like Jake White, and a little bit of a wildcat there, trying to read that defensive end and chose the wrong option there. Brings up a third and short. Warriors trying to avoid going three and out in their first drive here in the second half. Third and one, for the Warriors. one yard is all they need to move the chains from the 20-yard line. 5.05 to play in the third quarter. Pelzer takes the snaps, puts it into the chest of J.J. Myers, and he barrels ahead. Good enough for the first down. And I think that's exactly what you want to see out of that third down back, especially in that sh- those short yardage situations. Not trying to go east and south, go north to west, north to north to south. There you go. Man, wow. There you go. Don't ask me on my my directions or anything anytime soon. But barrels ahead, just be able to pick up those short yardages to keep those drives alive. First and ten for the Warriors, out across the 21-yard line. It's all right. We won't talk about it. Four four minutes and 45 seconds to go in this third. It's a pitch out to the right. J.J. Myers lowers his head as Pelzer Reeves put him in in line with a direct hit. And hopefully J.J.'s okay. He, he looks to be. It was a pitch out to the right, and the Chambers linebacker, Played it all the way. And J.J. looks like he's going to sub out. Tyler Kennedy will come in, and hopefully he's okay. It was a direct hit. Lowered his helmet and took a straight-on shot. Linebacker had plenty of time to line it up and make the play for a loss of one. Pelzer rolls out to his right, throws across the middle, sneaks it in in between a couple of safeties, and it's Jake White who makes the play and falls down at the 35. Good enough for a first down. There's another good throw by Pelzer Reeves. It is. Again, rolling on the run, that time rolling out to his strong side, and again, able to fit that into a tight window just past the sticks to Jake White. J.J. Myers back in as Bank Sims will sub out. For Lee Scott, 3.50 to go. Lee Scott with a 14-0 lead, looking to extend it and keep the drive alive on a first down carry by J.J. Myers. And hit on the ankles, able to get back to the line of scrimmage for no result on first down. 
J.J. Myers on the carry for the Warriors. Bumped down by number 51, Austin Milk. Again, I think Lee Scott happy to use a little bit of clock on this drive. As the clock ticks just under the 320 mark here in the third quarter. Well, if you're Lee Scott, you, you want to keep you want to keep the offense moving, but you don't want to give up a play that's going to give Chambers any chances. It's a screen pass to Jake White out to the left, able to fight his way over the 45-yard line, taken down around the 47, and Jake White able to move the chains himself for the Warriors. Yeah, I think Lee Scott's doing a great job. As you mentioned, you don't want that offense to go stagnant. You don't want them to stand still for too long to where they can't get into a rhythm, but at the same time, you don't want them to feel like they're in the need to go into any sort of up-tempo offense. Just getting to, get into a good rhythm on offense is not what you've seen throughout the past couple of plays. Under three to play in this third quarter. First and ten from their own 46. Lee Scott moving left to right on your radio dial. Delayed handoff. It is J.J. Myers hit in the backfield with an arm tackle. Breaks through it. Breaks through another tackle and is out across the LSA logo into Rebel territory. Just one, another one of those powerful runs, not trying to dance. Just lowering his head and getting five yards on first down. Exactly what you want to see with that Lee Scott offense. And more rotation between J.J. Myers and Tyler Kennedy. It's been the one-two punch so far tonight for Lee Scott on the ground. And we'll see what the decision is on a second and six from the 49. It is a handoff to the right side. It is Tyler Kennedy. And gets within a yard of the first down. Should be a third and short for the Warriors with 2.10 to go in this third quarter. This is a big drive for Lee Scott as you get near the end of the third if you're able, or even if it goes into the fourth, and you can make this a three-possession game, Christian, you would like to think and like Lee Scott's chances in this football game. Especially with their ability to run the ball, keep that clock running. It'd be hard to believe that Chambers is getting three possessions in that fourth quarter. Handoff straight down Broadway, and it looked to be trying to get an official number. Looked like Parker Wright. I believe that's who it was. My apologies, Bank Sims. He's got his jersey rolled up. I can't see, can't see his number, number 21. Like it's 21. Bank Sims. Yeah, I believe that's who it was. Thank you for the correction. And it was plenty enough for the first down, and Lee Scott moves the chains with 1.32 to go. I don't think Lee Scott is in any rush to score, but steadily moving down the field and a flag already late handoff in the backfield tripped up did J.J. Myers tackle by number 16 for Chambers Academy but this one's going to come back with a flag on Lee Scott yeah it'll be an illegal shift here on the back side I don't believe that right side was set when the ball was snapped looking at some of the big guys up front for Lee Scott number 51 Max Shiver is there number 52 Jackson Lee the junior offensive lineman number 50 Cam Arwood as well another note to highlight the first offensive penalty from Lee Scott here and it comes with one minute left in the third quarter you know we talk about the inexperience but it's a good start Pelzer up to throw and a spiraling catch at the 45 yard line Trying to see who it was. He's still down on the Lee Scott sideline. Maybe getting stretched out a little bit. And it looks like we have a Rebel down for Chambers Academy laying on the L of the LSA logo as the coach comes out to check on him. 
Looks like we got a cramp on either side. Yeah, it looks like we got a couple of cramps. And look, it may not be as hot outside as it has been, but it's still very humid, right? It's still it's a it's a late August summer night in the state of Alabama, and those things are going to happen. It is number sixteen for Chambers. He's able to to kind of limp off, and we hope that it, all it is is a cramp. But he is able to get off under his own power. Fifty nine point six to go here in the third quarter. Lee Scott holding a nice fourteen nothing lead over Chambers Academy, and they're in Rebel territory with a second and 13 from the blue and white, 46. And it was Brady Sajelski who made that catch and was down on the Lee Scott sideline but did get up under his own power. So, again, it just looks like a couple of those cramps. And as you mentioned, it might not be just the blaring sun of the heat, but, again, especially after the halftime, having to sit there and try and rework up your bodies very easy for those cramps to pop up here in that second half. Well, especially for both sides of this football right here, Lee Scott's offense and Chambers' defense for how long Chambers' offense was on the field to start the third quarter. And a screenplay thrown out to Lane Eddins, unable to make the play. A nice play from number two on the defense for Chambers Academy. Hit him immediately. It was a bang-bang play. No call. I think it was clean. And an incomplete pass for a third and long for the Warriors. Again, you look to see how aggressive Coach Wade and Pelzer Reeves will get here in the third down. We'll see how many they need to pick up in order for the fourth down play to even pop into the mind of Coach Wade. Pelzer takes a snap, empty backfield, throws across the middle to the left, underthrown, and a diving effort by Harrison Short right at the line to gain, unable to make the catch. We'll bring up fourth down and another Rebel down in the backfield. And again, it looked like another cramp. You saw him pointing to his calf. Looks to be a cramp. We'll see if that's the case. Don't want to speculate as the coach will come out and try to help him off. It's number 55 for Chambers Academy. And not sure if we're going to get an official medical timeout. Don't think we will. He's able to kind of get off under his own power. So, yeah, as we mentioned, game one of the season, late in the game, 39 seconds to go in the third quarter. You're starting to see a couple of, yeah, injuries, cramps maybe popping up on both sides. Uh, and so we hope they're able to get hydrated and, and be okay. But a fourth and 13 for Lee Scott. And it looks like kicker Matt Relator is going to come out to punt this thing away. He's got some room to work with, looking for a sky-high punt, trying to put them inside their own 15, maybe even their own 10-yard line. Lee Scott lined up. Snap right to Matt Relator. Kicks it high into the far corner and takes a very friendly Chambers bounce. Unfriendly Lee Scott bounce. I think gained about seven or eight yards on the way back. And we'll see what the official marking is right around the 25-yard line or so. And that's where Chambers will start their second offensive possession of the second half with 28 seconds to go in this third quarter. And offenses and defenses are on the field, so we'll keep it right here on AU100. That's 100.3 on your radio dial. We appreciate you all tuning in on a Thursday night for the opening game for your Lee Scott Warriors. And a bit strange. I don't think there's too many times you'll see two six-minute drives where one team or basically one offense gets one drive in a quarter and neither team scores. Two very long offensive possessions. Chambers 
Now with the football, a screen out to the left. One man to beat for number one, and he can't shake him off. Good open field tackle for Lee Scott on the defensive side of the football. It's Walker Fisher, number 25. That was technique open field tackling there, Christian. Yeah, great open field tackle. Had one man to beat. Did the receiver. But Fisher just wrapping up right at the kneecaps, not allowing him free. And waiting for the rest of his teammate to come or teammates to come and make the tackle and finish it off. And that's how the third quarter will come to an end. Gets a hug from a couple of defensive coaches from Walker Fisher. And here's the big part of that. There was nothing but green grass in front of that receiver for Chambers. So a huge Oh, what could have been a touchdown saving tackle by Walker Fisher. He keeps it 14-0 Lee Scott and that's our score as we head to the fourth and final quarter here at Judd Scott Field. Your Lee Scott Warriors looking to start the year 1-0. and Stay tuned. The fourth and final quarter coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. We start the fourth quarter, Lee Scott with a 14-0 lead over Chambers Academy as we get underway in this final quarter here at Judd Scott Field. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as Chambers with the football moving left to right now as the teams flip the field with the change of the quarter. It's second and nine from their own 24. Quarterback rolls out, throws over the middle, wide open at the 35-yard line, still on his feet, and finally brought down at the 40-yard line by number 33, for Lee Scott is Christian Horak. Yeah, it's just another one of those plays where Chambers is able to find the little soft spot in the defense right at that middle gap between that outside linebacker and the spot in between the cornerback and the safeties. We saw it happen a couple times in the first half, but again, that's really the only success that we've seen them have throughout the or th through the air. 
Yeah, one of the very few times they've thrown it and one of the very few completions that they have. There's a man wide open on the left side. Lee Scott didn't see it. They covered it up well, and an incomplete pass intended for that receiver on the left side right before the snap. I could see defensive coordinator Jacob Osmond jumping up and down, pointing to the opposite side. He saw the wide open man. It seems like Chambers didn't, and the Rebels can't convert, and Lee Scott's bailed out on a first down play. I think one thing that we can see happen in that pass play right there, but especially we see it in the run, when they're trying to stretch the field, we see the speed of the linebackers, mm -hmm. the ability to come back and get those get the receivers on the jet sweeps, or even again, we saw the wide open play, and it looked like Christian Horak saw it at about the same time we did. It was able to close the gap there really fast and force an incompletion. Second and ten from their own 40, 11:30 to go in the football game. Quarterback tucks it, runs the entire way. It's a sweep out to the left, big hit at the 45 yard line. Balls on the ground. Who's got it? Lee Scott says they have it. Waiting on the call, and they do. Lee Scott forces a turnover for the first time in the game, the first time of the season, and the Warriors take over on offense. Yeah, perfect hit there right at the knees. Jars the ball loose, helmet right on the football. And just like that, Lee Scott in plus territory, their own 45-yard line. And again, I don't expect them to be in any sort of rush. Here already in command with two touchdown lead. Looking to eat that clock and stay in command with the football. A fumble at their own 45-yard line seems to be brutal for the Chambers Academy Rebels. And Lee Scott has a chance to put this game away. They lead 14-0, and a touchdown here would pretty much do that. Pelzer, fake handoff, fakes the other handoff on the end around and takes it himself for a nice game of about four or five. And number 23 for Chambers, very excited to make that <laughs> tackle after the four-yard pickup by the quarterback. It's one of those plays that you almost want to see how it develops, see if you need to use that later on where you can use that reverse against the defense to see if any of them bit. Especially that weak side, see if you have that whole far side open on that reverse sweep. Pick up a four on the rush by the Lee Scott starting quarterback. And, and I think as this game goes on, you've seen Pelzer Reese really settle in. And for myself personally, Christian, he looks like the quarterback that played on this team last year that led them to a state championship game. He puts it into the chest of J.J. Myers, lowers his shoulder. Nice play made by number 52, big, def big defensive lineman for Chambers Academy. Hits him right at the 40-yard line. And again, going back to Reese. He's definitely not somebody that's going to totally beat you with his arm, but if you can make the right decisions, which he has more times than not throughout this game, and he's found spots where he can pick the defense apart, that's exactly what you're going to want to see from that run-heavy offense. But the ability to pull it back or even tuck it and run like we saw from Pelzer do a couple plays ago adds a real effect and a real wrinkle to this offense. Banks Sims subs in for J.J. Myers, who's going to need a big Epsom salt bath after this game. He's taken a couple big hits tonight, but he's not afraid, and he almost looks for the hit as well, and he's not afraid to lower his shoulder like he did on that play. Third and five from the 40-yard line of Chambers Academy. Pelzer looking left the whole way, takes a double read, throw down the right corner, and a nice play down the sideline by the safety for Chambers Academy. Went up and knocked it out of the air. It was double covered, but Pelzer took a shot anyway. One of the few times we've seen Lee Scott take a deep ball shot, but it falls incomplete. Looks like it was intended for Trip Scott, number 22, 
And it's a fourth and five from the Chambers 40. And for this Lee Scott offense, seems like a no-brainer. They're going to go for it. Bowser calls for the ball, doesn't get it, looks over to the sideline for a change in play. 25 on the play clock, plenty of time, and 9.32 with the clock stopped after the incompletion. And it looks like Lee Scott moved. It's going to be a, a snap infraction for Lee Scott. And just like that, it looked like it possibly could have been one of those plays where Pelzer and the offense is just trying to draw Chambers off sides, not looking to run a play with that snap infraction. He's going to bring it to fourth and ten, and I think it's pretty obvious that you're bringing the punt unit out after that. We'll see what Lee Scott's decision is. They do call Matt Relator's number, and he'll jog out on the field and try to pin Chambers deep once again. As Lee Scott punting from the 45-yard line, it's fourth and ten, 9.32 to go in the fourth and final quarter as the Warriors have a 14-0 lead over Chambers Academy in game one of the 2023 season. High snap, Relator able to get it. High spiraling kick. And taken right at the 10-yard line. Breaks a couple of tackles, but not much more after that. Picks up maybe three on the return. And that's where this Chambers offense will take the field once again. Don't want to say it's crunch time, but I think it's pretty close for this Chambers offense as they trail by two touchdowns. 9.20 to go. Christian, how can Lee Scott locked out on defense? and try to secure a 14-0 win. Well, again, as you mentioned, we don't want to say that it's quite crunch time, but I think you're going to have to see Chambers get the ball in the air a couple more times than what they're probably comfortable in a drive. So, Lee Scott, you're going to have to be ready for a couple of those misdirections mixed in with that play-action pass. First and 10 from their own 14, moving left to right are the Rebels from Chambers. They've got nine minutes and 20 seconds to make up a 14-point deficit here on the road. Snap to the quarterback, handoff to the left. It's an end around. And Lee Scott, as they have all night long, they've defended runs out wide, and they stop him there after a short to no gain on the first down run. Yeah, it seems like we've called the, the name of Miles Zachary quite a few times this evening from the opening kickoff to now. His name has come up quite a few times. And Rightfully so, as it seems like he has a knack for finding that football and coming up with the tackle. And again, the speed of the defense is one thing that catches the eye initially, especially when that Chambers offense tries to stretch the field. Second and nine, pickup of one on the first down run. It's a toss in the backfield out to this near side on the right. Got a couple of blocks, gets around the end and knocked out at the 25-yard line for a pickup of 10. And trying to see if they're going to declare a first down. They do as the chain gang will move. And Chambers maybe see a little huddle up here as they are down to eight minutes and 33 seconds. Not so much huddle here. Or not so much hurry, I should say, as they are taking their time. Something new that you won't see in college football, but you get to still see in high school football. We're not at that two-minute mark yet, so in high school football, when you run out of bounds, the clock still stops. In college football, which I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of, to be completely honest with you, but that's a story for another time. That and the the uh, the first down clock right. not stopping either. I'm, I'm okay with it, honestly. It's going to make the game a little bit faster. As Chambers tries to be quick here, it's a snap. Quarterback direct up the middle. And it looked like a broken play. He tried to give it to his running back out wide to the left, number 30, and 
Running back looked like he didn't want it, so the quarterback just had to take it himself, picks up one or two up the middle. But nicely played. Tackle made by Brady Sajelski for Lee Scott, which will bring up a second down play. And again, what's your mention of it? Chambers not really in a hurry. Eight minutes, the clock ticking just now under eight. You got to get seven and then stop. The Lee Scott offense, which you know is going to try and eat some clock as well, and then put up another seven. So they're going to have to try and score in a hurry. A big run out to the left is a great way to start it. Slung out of bounds over near the 45-yard line on the Chambers Academy sideline. And a big play for the Rebels. They keep their drive alive. With 7.42, clock stops temporarily with the tackle out of bounds. But you're right, Chambers Academy, you're down to seven, seven minutes and 42 seconds to score two touchdowns, something you haven't been able to do even once all night long. Rebels do enough for a first down. They're on their own 43-yard line. Lee Scott playing protection defense. Ball's on the ground in the backfield. He picks it up, has to make up some ground, and Lee Scott able to swarm him at the 40-yard line, a loss of three. As he was able to save a few more yards, that thing was all the way back at the 35-yard line. And able to pick it up and recover, but still a loss on the play. It's another one of those things. You hit to be a broken record, but it just seems like that Chambers offense is shooting themselves in the foot. They can't seem to get anything going. They have a big chunk play, and immediately just like that are behind the sticks. It's every time, man. It has been every single time. And, and look, this happened to this team last year, too. They're still a well-coached team, but it seemed like every time last year they would make a big play. They just couldn't get out of their own way, and it seems to be the same situation here. Quarterback rolls out to his right, throws over the middle, open, falls on the ground, catch was made, fumble at the 45. Lee Scott jumps on top of it. Do they have it when they come out of the pile? Waiting on the call, and they do. Lee Scott forces a fumble. The throw was made and completed to number 10, right around the 50, punched out by the Lee Scott defense and picked up and recovered at the 44-yard line of Chambers Academy. And none other than the ball hawk himself, Jake White, coming away with the ball for Lee Scott. And just like that, again, we mention it. Chambers not able to get out of their own way, and now... Lee Scott in big time control here with the offense on the field. As Pelzer comes up, throws a screen to Jake White out to the left, misses a block right around the 40-yard line, and able to get down and tiptoe his way to the 35 and stepping out of bounds with 6.37 to go for Lee Scott. Surprised they came up throwing the football, but they've got six minutes and 37 seconds to burn. We'll see if they're okay in, in accepting a 14-0 victory or want to try and pad the scoreboard a little bit if you're Lee Scott. Well, I think it's one of those things, too, where you saw Jake White out wide. He was the only one on the near side, and the quarterback was giving him seven or eight yards. So at the same time, you trust a guy like that to miss one tackle, and it's exactly what he did. And you're having no complaints because now you're in the driver's seat even more on this drive with the second and two. Pelzer hands off to J.J. Myers, looks for a couple of blocks, patience on the run, bounces out to the left and nowhere to go, tackled and swarmed by number 30 for Chambers Academy as Harrison Short getting an earful from head coach Buster Daniel, a missed block here on the near side. And again, you obviously, if you're Lee Scott in the offense, you don't want to look at it as such, but with two turnovers that the defense has given you, worst case scenario, you're eating clock. So even if you're not necessarily putting points on the board, you're in control, you're eating up a couple of minutes of the clock, and then you're pinning Chambers deep. 
Hand off straight up the gut from Tyler Kennedy. Picks up a couple. Up through the teeth of the defense. Should be third down and manageable here. And it looks like we're going to have another cramp from Lee Scott. Are we able to get up and try to jog off the field? And they did give Kennedy that first down. Oh, good. So a fresh set of downs right at the 35-yard line. I'm really impressed with both J.J. Myers and Tyler Kennedy. You know, you see a lot of backs when they get the ball. They're wanting to make a couple guys miss. They're wanting to bounce it outside. Not these two guys. When they get the ball, they're headed north and south. Look, I said it correctly that time there as well. So that means I'm even more impressed. That's right. But the ability just to lower your head and get those first couple, those those tough yards that gives your team a new set of downs is really important, especially in a game like this where you're wanting to stay in as much control as you can. It was Connor Stewart, number 68, the senior guard for Lee Scott, one of the few seniors on this team, one of the big boys up front who came off with some cramps. He's getting stretched out on the sidelines right now and a timeout on the field with 5 56 to go. Lee Scott in possession, in control, with a 14-0 lead. As should be a short timeout, Christian will leave it here. As we just kind of discuss what we've seen here tonight. Hasn't been the perfect performance for Lee Scott offensively. It's been a great performance defensively, but again, not perfect. They've given up some plays, and this is a different type of team that you're going to play. We've talked about it a lot here in the broadcast because that's what Lee Scott has talked to us a lot about is this wing T offense that you have to defend against Chambers Academy. But overall, if you are able to hold on in the next five minutes and fifty five minutes and 56 seconds, Lee Scott can be pretty pleased with an opening week victory yeah it's one of those things where in no way is this an ugly w but an ugly w is a lot easier and a lot easier to correct than maybe a good loss so at the end of the day you're going to look at it a couple weeks yeah there were some mistakes made but again if you can come out with a victory on top here a lot to be happy about if you're lee scott and the warriors don't want to get ahead of ourselves, though. I've seen worse happen in my five minutes and 50 <laughs> seconds in high school football. As Pelzer comes up throwing, screen pass to Jake White. Almost breaks the tackle, but a one-on-one -on -one just able to chop his feet at the 30-yard line. And we've got some jawing going on in the sidelines. Flags come in from everywhere. It was a player on the sideline for Lee Scott and a player on the field for Chambers Academy. Didn't get the number on the Warrior. And it was 23 for Chambers Academy, and I didn't see any swings or anything. I saw a bunch of words, and flags came flying from three different directions. Yeah, it looked like Harrison Short was the lead blocker on that on that screen right there. And, yeah, a little tussle on the sideline. Short came out without his helmet on. So I think that was what initially drew the flags. And I mean, yeah, again, if you see, see a little bit of scrap and you see a guy come out with a helmet, Flags are going to be thrown more times than not. Yeah, starting to get a little chippy here. And, and we talked about Chambers talking coming into the game. And seems like they're unable to, to not talk here in the game as well. And it's going to be a personal foul on Chambers Academy. So Lee Scott will move the football with 5.37 to go in the closing quarter. And this is the part of the game where you are down by two possessions. You're a defense that is starting to get worn down, especially in the second half with all the runs that Lee Scott has had. Starting to get a little, little upset if you're Chambers Academy on the defensive side. Yeah, it's one of those things where your frustration can easily get the best of you. And it looks to be Jake White in the Wildcat. And got a delay. Officials coming together, maybe a little confusion on where the ball should be after the penalty. 
As of right now, it's placed on the 19-yard line, which would put Lee Scott in the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone if the officials can uh, get it together and figure out where they want to put this football. Regardless, a fresh set of downs for Lee Scott. And they're going to move it even farther into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone inside the 15. Looks to be about the 13-yard line, which does officially put Lee Scott in the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Jake White, direct snap. Hand off to Tyler Kennedy out wide to the right. Closing speed right at the line of scrimmage. Good tackle by number three for Chambers Academy. Nowhere to go for Tyler Kennedy. He's trying to cut it back inside, beat that corner. Looked like his feet were moving a little bit too fast for him. Got tripped up right before he could make that cut inside as the clock ticks just to that five-minute mark. Warriors in full control here in their own red zone. As Kennedy subs out in... No surprise, it's J.J. Myers to sub in with five minutes exactly and counting on the clock. Second and nine from the Chambers Academy 12. Lee Scott maybe trying to add an insurance touchdown to a 14-0 lead here at game one versus Chambers Academy and send the fans wearing navy and red home happy. It's Jake White in the Wildcat once again with J.J. Myers off to his right, now off to his left, just off his left hip. And White, it's a keeper the whole way. Chambers knows what's happening. Everybody in the backfield trying to get the edge and can't. And a late flag, two flags coming in at the 20-yard line. A loss of about eight on the play for Lee Scott. We'll see what the penalty is and which way they'll move the football. It's one of those plays. If you're Jake White as well, I know you're trying to make a play, trying to bounce it outside. Keeping the ball in bounds is important here, especially in control. Keep that clock running. Yeah, that's a good point. I think he did manage his way to go out of bounds, so the clock will stop at least momentarily while the, while the referees try and figure out this penalty. But again, when you have a two-touchdown lead, you're in your red zone, under five to play. Everything you can do to keep that clock running is, is important. Pelza Reeves back in the ballgame for Lee Scott and a lot of confusion with the officials. We've had some of this late here in this ball game. We see the Chambers coaches, looked like four or five of them are a yard or two at least on the field. A couple of the coaches almost out to the numbers. A third quarter that moved very, very quickly turned into a fourth quarter that has really dragged on due to some big time plays and penalties like we're seeing right now and, and just confusion and, and Lack of communication, maybe, when it comes to the officials and coaches on both sidelines. Again, we're still awaiting the results of the penalties after the Jake White play when he was tackled out of bounds here on the near side. And one of the hardest things, at least in high school football, if not all of football, is figuring out where the ball was initially snapped because a bunch of these penalties that we've seen later on in the second half have come after the play or at the end of a play. We see here a couple, again, with the, the personal foul coming after the tackle was made. So I feel like that's where the miscommunication could definitely come in as the referees are trying to figure out exactly where that ball needs to be snapped. Well, while we wait, let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network. 
AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. So after a lot of conversation and discussions, I guess, it's going to be a penalty on Lee Scott. They're going to move the football all the way back to the 31-yard line. There's... So after a loss of 10 on the play, Lee Scott then gets penalized another 10. So they go from the 12 all the way to the 32 for a second and 29 here with 4.22 to go. So I'm interested to see what the decision and it's going to be a run up the gut and brought down by four or five players in blue and white. Thanks, Sims. On the carry. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a very conservative third down here. You're close, right on that borderline field goal range. From Excuse Matthew. me, I believe that was Parker Wright on the carry, number 23, not number 21. My apologies. So we'll see how aggressive Coach Wade and the offense get in control as the clock hits that 3 minute and 30 second marker. Pelzer steps up, takes the snap, handoff into the chest, out wide to the left, gets a block, shoves him to the ground, and out across the 20, down to the 15-yard line. That is number 21, Banks Sims, the junior. On the carry, and that moves Lee Scott back inside the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. And a timeout by Chambers Academy. We'll go ahead and take a quick one with them with three minutes and 10 seconds to go in the football game. Lee Scott looking to close out on a 14-0 win over Chambers Academy. We'll see if they can do it when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. Three minutes and ten seconds to go in the fourth quarter as Lee Scott looking to close out a victory over Chambers Academy and on a fourth and 14, Matt Relater on the field to attempt the field goal for Lee Scott in their first attempt this season. The snap, the hold, the kick, it's up, and it is no good. Looked a little right and wide for Matt Relator. 
And that's where Chambers will take over, is on their own 16-yard line with three minutes and five seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. Again, it's one of those things where you didn't come away with points, but the last time the Chambers offense was on the field, there were more than six minutes on the clock. So you cut that in half, and you're still expecting them to put up 14 points. It's a tall task, especially with how this Lee Scott defense has responded in the way that they've acted through the first 57 minutes. Be sure after the game to stay tuned for the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show. Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. It's a throw down the middle, and it is caught across the 40, down at the 42. Just a prayer that happened to find an open Chambers Academy receiver, and the Rebels are off and running with 2.54 to go. Yeah, great pursuit there from the Lee Scott front. Was able to, quarterback was able to, uh, to avoid the would-be tackler. And again, we're lucky he wasn't able to get all that arm strength on the throw because there were two Chambers receivers, but I had to come back to make a play on the ball. They bring a man from the left side to the right side. Quarterback rolls out to his right open and across the middle and another catch for a first down and into Lee Scott territory. Some of the best momentum we've seen Chambers have all night on the offensive side. Again, right in that pocket, right at the first down marker, just past the linebackers. It seems they found the weak spot in a couple of these formations from Lee Scott. But again, I think Lee Scott is trying to avoid the big play here and avoid the quick score. Playing a lot of protection defense is Lee Scott with 2.30 to go and a 14-0 lead. First and 10 chambers from Lee Scott's 46. Quarterback rolls out to his left. He's got people all around him and brought down at the 45-yard line. Had somebody in front to the side and from behind and nowhere to go for the quarterback from Chambers. Yeah, the quarterback's very lucky that he was able to hold on to the football. If he tried to stop and make that play, had the ball, or had the guy coming from the his blind side could have very easily wound up without the football. A lot of news about uh, blind side last yeah. week or so. That wasn't even on purpose, but that's pretty good. Pretty good reference. Right what a there. crazy story that is, oh, right? Man. I mean, this is. It's sad if if any of it comes to be true. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. Hugh Freeze was asked about it today. In his press conference, of course, he was around when when all of that happened at Ole Miss, and so um, yeah. And, and just a interesting story as we have what seems to be another cramp timeout, if you will, on the field <laughs> with two sixteen to go. But and it looks like Lee Scott's going to just take a timeout anyway. Got a guy coming off under his own power, trying to limp it off, and it looks to be a number 11, Thomas Dilworth for Lee Scott. We'll take another quick break, come back and wrap it up here with 2.16 to go. Lee Scott trying to close out a 14-0 victory over Chambers Academy here at home in Game 1. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues after this. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. 
This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. And a carry for a first down for Chambers Academy. With 2.07 to go, they move the chains, and it'll be a first and 10 for the visiting Chambers Academy Rebels, trying to maybe just put some points on the board as the clock is under two minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. It's a handoff to the outside, bounces off a tackle, keeps his balance somehow, using a hand to plant in the ground, and finally knocked out of bounds as the clock Continues to run, so maybe not make it out of bounds. 140 to go in this fourth quarter. Lee's got a minute and a half away from an opening victory here in the 2023 campaign. Chambers moving left to right on your radio dials. Quarterback takes the snap. Rushes off to the left, shakes off a couple of arm tackles, and Lee Scott able to keep him home and wrap him to the ground. Still a good collection of Lee Scott fans here late on a Thursday night as we're just past the 9 o'clock hour here in Auburn, Alabama. Clock stopped temporarily with 107. Saw another... Looked to be another flag on the play again, not very broadcasted. Or It's been a slow, choppy fourth quarter it has. on the field. I mean, just not with the teams, but really with just uh, – and not even officiating. I'm fine with them throwing the flags, but just a lot of, uh, of confusion when it comes to the communication with the officials, with the coaches, with the us up here in the booth. I mean, it's just been it's been very uh, choppy, I think is the best way to put it, here in this fourth quarter. I think, again, seeing two teams that thrive on running the football, that clock's going to move a lot faster. So in that fourth quarter when the flags are being thrown and the clock has to continue to stop, it's going to feel like it's continuing to drag. With 107 to go, they're going to put seven more seconds back on the clock, so it now reads 114 as Chambers threatening the Lee Scott red zone, moving left to right, first and 10 from the 23. Lee Scott. Trying to hunker down and save a shutout here in game one. Quarterback rolls out to his right, dumps it off right at the 20, tried to make a one-handed grab, and unable to do so, falls incomplete. Number 16, the intended target for the Rebels. And I don't know if it was... Okay, never mind. It does look like it was just a wildcat, or it could have just been backup quarterback in there for a rep. He will sub out. Starter back on the field. Clock has stopped with the incompletion. Second and 10 from the Lee Scott 23 with 106 to play. Can the Warrior defense, something they did a ton last year, pitch a shutout in opening on opening night? Quarterback takes the snap, rolls out to his left. 
Stops, plants his feet, throws it deep into the end zone, and knocked incomplete. A good play near the back corner of the end zone. Looked to be number 13. Brady Sajelski got his fingertips. A very similar-looking play to one Miles Zachary made earlier in the ballgame. Yeah, same spot exactly as well. Again, I'm sure both are wishing they were three or four inches taller. And both would have an INT to their name. But nonetheless, a good deflection as the ball falls harmlessly in the end zone. Two straight passes, two straight incompletes. And I believe I believe there was a roughing the passer call, which again was... <laughs> I mean, are we just not throwing flags anymore? Are we not communicating? Like, And it's so late. I mean, it's 30 seconds after the play was yeah. over that we're now we're moving, moving the play, and all of a sudden, Chambers on the 12-yard line. And I think Buster Daniels having the same frustrations we are. He's either mad at the officials or mad at his defense, one of the two. And it looks like he's going to give an earful to some of his least got defenders. Those are plays, Christian, late in a game like this with 59 seconds and a two-point or a, a two-possession game. Does it really matter? No, it probably won't. But those are plays down the road in games that are going to matter against Glenwood and other schools in this division and in this conference that if you make that play late in the game, it could cost you a victory. Well, and it speaks to Coach Daniel and his ability to coach regardless of the score. Being a head coach or being a coach in general, you're never looking to your left and looking at the score. You're making sure, especially here in week one, that everything's everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing regardless of the score and regardless of the time that's left. And again, as you mentioned it, penalty is not going to necessarily hurt you in a spot like this but if you allow it in week one it could be something that very slip very easily slips through the cracks here in week nine and we could be looking back on it and being looking at a play that could be very much affected later in the season so now first and 10 from the lee scott 12 warriors 59 seconds away from a two-touchdown victory, trying to pitch the shutout. It's a pitch to the left for Chambers Academy. Lowers his head and, and just slammed out of bounds. Trying to see exactly where he got to. They're going to mark it with 50 seconds to go. And looks like they're going to say he gained about three yards on the play. Second and seven from the nine. It looks like we're about to have another discussion here. And this is the thing that I think is thrown off with a little bit of communication issues was Chambers is ready to run another play. Is there, I guess it's a, a there clock, was a clock issue. issue. They let the clock run. It got all the way down to eight seconds, and they're telling them to put 44 seconds on the clock. Or maybe they're 53. But again, just the communication side of it. Yeah. Chambers and Lee Scott, at the, at the ball, they're ready to run another play. And one of the referees is over here talking to Coach Buster Daniel. So that one appeared to be a clock issue. And again, what a, what a long fourth quarter this has been for both sides. Especially in comparison, as we mentioned earlier, to the first three. As a run straight down Broadway, finds a couple of blocks, creeping towards the goal line, and a touchdown for Chambers Academy with 45 seconds to go. The Rebels are on the board. Lee Scott loses the shutout, and this thing is not over yet. 
again, it's one of those plays that roughing the passer don't want to harp on it because it might not end up mattering here. It will come down to an onside kick, but without that play, you know, you're never put into a position like this to where the game has to continue longer than it should. Well, without that play, the game's over. Right. I mean, the game would have been over by this point. So, yeah, I think you it's something you have to mention, but you hope it doesn't come back and bite Lee Scott as the kick is partially blocked and partially just didn't quite get it in the air. And Lee Scott able to avoid the PAT, and that leaves it 14-6 with 45.6 seconds to play. And Lee Scott is a kickoff away from getting out of here with a victory in game one. Just didn't quite get, get a hold of that football. And Lee Scott collapsed on it quickly as well. And so a long, just a long drive that took forever to finally get completed. And Chambers Academy does get on the board. And Lee Scott, unable to do what they did last year, and shut out Chambers Academy in a 34-0 victory. It's 14-6 here for Lee Scott. As we await both teams to take the field, we're going to leave it right here on AU100. And it's funny talking about the, the time of that drive. You know, that drive took three minutes, not even because there were three minutes and eight seconds when the drive started. So just over two minutes. But, man, you look at the third quarter where each team only had a single drive. And you felt like that entire quarter felt quicker than that two-minute drive from Chambers. But comes down to an onside kick. And it is an interesting mark. We hear a couple of the fans talk about Chambers only having, mm -hmm. should only have two timeouts, but it shows three on the scoreboard. If that's the case, whether, that whether it's a mistake or not, doesn't get fixed, then Lee Scott will have to pick up a first down. So 45.6 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. And again, stay tuned for the Troy Bank and Trust postgame show. That'll follow the conclusion of tonight's game onside kick it approaches the 50 yard line and i don't think i think they touched it and i don't it think it yeah. went near as far as it needed to before chambers got a few of those paws on the football at least scott should have possession and be able to try and close this thing out and again it'll be an interesting topic of discussion to see if chambers does still have those three timeouts but regardless, it will be Lee Scott football right around midfield. They do call a legal touching on Chambers Academy. So Lee Scott will take possession with 45.6 seconds to go. They have a 14-6 lead. And as you mentioned, really all, all you need is a first down. If you're Lee Scott, do you dare throw the football here? No. On the 48-yard line of Chambers Academy, Pelzer stands in the back, takes a late knee, and Chambers doesn't appear that they're going to try and stop the clock. They didn't really make any effort to get back to the quarterback. And about a two-second differential between game clock and play clock. Again, it took about seven seconds. And now we have a stoppage in play. For, a, for Chambers calling a timeout, I think. The head coach was ready to just call it. He started walking towards the middle of the field, and a couple of the assistants pulled him back and pointed at the scoreboard. What is happening? And I'm guessing realized that there was still a three next to their 
their what? title. So, yeah, what is happening? This, is, <laughs> this has been a chaotic fourth quarter, and not in a good way. Uh, it, it's just been it's been sloppy game management. I think is the best, maybe a good way to put it. With twenty nine point four. It's definitely week one all around. I yes, think that's, I think that's, that's a, a fantastic way, to, way to put it. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Well, regardless, Lee Scott is 29 seconds away from a week one victory, 14 to six. Not as pretty on the scoreboard as you'd like to see, and we'll talk about that. And not as pretty on the field as well that you'd want to see from this Lee Scott team. And again, we're going to talk about that coming up in the Troy Bank and Trust post game show coming up. After the conclusion of this, Pelzer takes a snap, takes a knee, and another timeout for Chambers Academy. I don't think they the fixed the. Run. Well, I don't think they fixed the timeouts on the. No, they didn't. They said that they still had three, and the clock didn't run for that snap either. They have no timeouts. But they should, Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that they have. I don't believe they have any timeouts remaining. Well, we'll see if they. There they go. I think they. I think they fixed it on the scoreboard now. It shows zero timeouts for Chambers Academy. So the teams huddle up. It'll be a quick timeout as Chambers already back on the field. Ball is on the 47-yard line. Well, my apologies. It's on the 43-yard line. For Lee Scott, all they got to do is snap the football one more time, and this game will come to a close. Again, ball on the 43-yard line of Lee Scott moving right to left. Pelzer takes the snap, takes a knee, and that should do it. Chambers has no more timeouts, and the handshakes will begin. Lee Scott with an opening game victory to start the 2023 season. They defeat Chambers Academy 14-6 here at home at Judd Scott Field. As the cheerleaders and the students will take the field, the midfield handshake will commence from Elise Scott and Chambers Academy. And we will talk about all of it and talk about what Lee Scott did well, maybe what they can improve on coming into the bye week next week for the Lee Scott Academy Warriors. Stay tuned. The Troy Bank and Trust postgame show coming up on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. 
Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Troy Bank and Trust Post Game Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Well, the Lee Scott Warriors open up their 2023 football season with a win over Chambers Academy by a final score of 14 to 6. This is the Troy Bank and Trust Post Game Show brought to you by Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Well, Christian, let's uh let's break this down a little bit because we were talking there at the end of the game in what seemed to be a never-ending fourth quarter, and in the break in between that fourth quarter and the post-game show, Lee Scott wins this game 14 to six. You feel like if you were to watch it, if you were to have watched this game or heard us call this game, and you didn't know what the score was, you would have thought Lee Scott won this by more than the eight points that are on the scoreboard. I mean, it just. It seems like Lee Scott did a lot of things good, a lot of things right, but they also had some struggles. But again, the scoreboard doesn't really tell the story here. No, it doesn't at all. It doesn't honestly for Chambers either. I feel like both teams had success moving the ball, especially through the air. I feel like that's one of the things that both teams focus on is their ability to run the ball. But I feel like they had some success in the air, and it ended up benefiting Lee Scott, especially on that late, I guess their only offensive touchdown drive, other than that that kickoff return for a touchdown that I guess you could say was the difference maker in the game. But a lot of credit to Pelzer Reeves and his ability to command the ball through the air. Didn't necessarily beat you with the long ball, but just picking his spots and able to pick the defense apart when he needed to most. I think that's what you can look at and take a real positive from this game offensively. Lee Scott with a couple of running backs. J.J. Myers doing the uh, heavy lifting, harried load of the running backs. Tyler Kennedy got some carries as well. And you saw Jake White with a lot of good receptions, including the touchdown that you talked about, the third down conversion that would eventually set up the touchdown, the only offensive one that Lee Scott was able to get. But you have to go all the way back to the very first play of the game. wasn't even an offensive play. The opening kickoff of the 2023 season, it was a full length of the field. Miles Zachary returned kickoff for a touchdown that technically, yeah, it was the difference maker. It was the one that really set this game apart. And uh, I don't think most people were ready for that for Lee Scott to start the season, for any team to start their season with a kickoff return for a touchdown. But it definitely got the fans going early here at Judd Scott Field. It does, and you can feel the energy. And I think that's one of the best things in high school sports and especially in college sports is being able to feed off the home energy. Getting a game started like that and especially kicking off your year 
Not to mention, you're in the locker room 15 minutes beforehand, and you're like, oh, hey, we're rocking New Jersey's for yeah, the first game of the year. Right. I feel like that right there is almost the momentum that you need to not only go for this game, but it's something that you can really build off of for the rest of the season. This is the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show. It's all brought to you by Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. When we come back, we'll give our final thoughts, some stats from tonight's game, and preview what's ahead for this Lee Scott Warrior football team. Stay tuned. This is Lee Scott Football on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the orthopedic clinic experience and knowledge from the pros russell do it center at building supply russell building supply is auburn's hometown home center with top brands and an easy to use drive through lumber yard we have what you need to get the job done russell building supply east university drive in auburn become a russell rewards member experience and knowledge from the pros russell do it center at building supply Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors. On Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. Back inside the booth here at Judd Scott Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you as we are wrapping up the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show here in the booth as Lee Scott gets an opening game victory over Chambers Academy by a score of 14-6. to Christian, uh, just some final notes and thoughts from uh, this football game. You had Pelzer Reeves who had a touchdown pass. Jake White on the receiving end of that touchdown. A guy that we called a lot tonight was Miles Zachary on both sides of the football especially defensively, had a couple big deflections and uh, prevented a touchdown pass in that far corner, did Miles Zachary. He really impressed me. Uh, if, you had, if I had to pick a player of the game, I think it's got to be Miles Zachary on the defensive side. So many tackles, so many pass deflections, and really saved a couple of scores. Well, again, and not only did he save a couple of scores, but special teams too made the, <laughs> made the opening kickoff return for a touchdown so yeah i feel like that's definitely one of the guys we're giving out helmet stickers he's definitely deserving of one i feel like you got to give one to pelzer reeves as well jake white i feel like both backs did more than their share especially the thing that impressed me really well with both of the backs was their ability to put their head down and get the short yards first down when they really needed it we saw multiple times third and one third and two third and three rather than trying to bounce it outside lowering their head following their blockers and picking up that first down to continue the chains uh, and especially late in the fourth quarter to keep them 
but to keep the least got offense on the field and in control. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be pretty evident this year for Lee Scott, and that's part of the fun of us being up here in the booth and and being a part of the Lee Scott Sports Network is we get to learn this new team. It's a fun thing about high school football is is you get to learn since you did lose so many seniors from that team last year, eighteen of them to be exact. You get to learn a lot of these new guys. And, and look, here's a good thing about this team: a lot of these guys played last year on that championship squad because of all of the dominant victories that the varsity rotation had a lot of these guys that were behind them played last year so while this may have been the first game of the 2023 season a lot of them is not their first legitimate action in varsity football and I think you could see that tonight especially from Pelzer Rees again we talk about him at the quarterback spot he matured he looks really good he got calm and collected as the game went on made some really really good throws when he had to but Lee Scott's going to run the ball this year and I think that is that's their bread and butter they plan on stopping the run, which I think they did a good job of tonight. And they're going to run the football with with a combination of J.J. Myers, Tyler Kennedy, Jake White, and don't sleep on Pelzer Reeves. He can tuck the ball and run if he needs to as well. And Lee Scott, while it may not have been the prettiest win, they do get one in week one, 14-6 over Chambers Academy, who will have to make the short drive home uh, with a maybe a disappointment and then they you could see near the end as well they were getting a little chippy a little frustrated uh coming we know they were talking coming in and uh, a little frustration on the way out as well but uh again lee scott with a 14 to 6 victory in game one no game next week lee scott has a bye in week two i know it's a little different but they will have a bye in week two before monroe comes to town for lee scott that'll be on friday night september 1st uh coming up in just a couple of weeks and you can find that as you can all of lee scott academy athletics on the home of the lee scott sports network au 100 that's 100.3 on your radio dial au 100 fm.com and the au 100 app christian it was a lot of fun brother we got a lot more games to go and uh, i'm hoping and it should be a fantastic season for Lee Scott football. It will be. I'm looking forward to it. Again, we hear about it, talking about coaches and how the teams make their biggest adjustments in between week one and week two. So it is a little bit of a, an uncomfortable spot for a bye week. But then again, you get a week and a half, or if not almost two full weeks, to get ready for Monroe coming to town. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm ready for ready that high school football is back. I'm excited. And I'm excited to see what the year brings. That wraps up the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show. Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Shout out to all of our wonderful sponsors here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. And again, tune in on September 1st, 2023, coming up in just a couple of weeks as Lee Scott gets underway in game two, week three of the season when Monroe comes to Judd Scott Field. For my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin, I'm Jacob Goins. Until next time, stay safe and go Warriors. You've been listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football. Brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. On the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic. Auburn Express Towing. Russell Building Supply. The Gouge Performing Arts Center. And Troy Bank and Trust. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, description, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.